Well, we are back, huh? We're back at the Nine Club, everybody. Today, we have a very special... Special. <laughs> special guest, Mr. Mark Oblo, is with us. How yeah. are you? Dude? I'm good, I'm good. I'm stoked yes. to be here with all you Thank guys. You, yeah, dude. Woo! It's been a while, and it has. hyped. Dude, really hyped. we are hyped to have you Skateboarding. here. Skateboarding! <laughs> the best. Beautiful, oh, beautiful. Love it. The best. Uh, what's going on? How are you? I'm good. I'm yeah. good. You know, hanging okay. in there. Okay. Have a birthday coming up. You oh, know, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. When's yeah. your birthday? So we've been on Instagram. April fifth. Oh. April fifth. Oh. Turning coming up. Fifty one. That's nice. Okay. Fifty one. Yeah. But you got the body of a fifty year old. Yeah. Man. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> That's pretty good. Fourth of July, right? I mean, no, no, no April. So you got April. April Fools. Yep. April Fools is the first. And then you got your birthday. Yeah. You ever yeah. try to? F- mess with people you know, do make up little lies and stuff you know no i i try I, to pull one the, over on them i i don't I, but i saw christian did one when he did the face tattoo and and i don't oh. know if you saw did it but that? he oh, no. did a face tattoo and he had a i think he did a big cross on his face and i was wow. just like <gasps> no way holmes you did it like whoa and then it was an april fool wow. so it That's was it was That's, like it's crazy when they can you, they can make he you think it. it's real, yes. and you know it's April Fool's. You're like, "Yo, was this I real know. shit?" Yes. Well, he he <laughs> he went crazy on the tattoos, mm-hmm. and and just went from none to now he's got more than me. Yeah. yeah. And and so again, I was like, "Holmes got a face tattoo," Holmes, and I was just I was tripping out, and then you know, <laughs> he got me. He got, got me. me. Yeah, he got me. Even on April Fool's. Yeah. 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 Well, sometimes you wake up and you you know. You're not, you, you, you know, don't you think do, about you it. You don't think about yeah, it sometimes. Yeah. It takes a minute yeah, to kick in. For yeah. sure. Then you see some ones that are just obvious. Yeah. You're yeah. Like, oh, okay, yeah, buddy, yeah. you got me. <laughs> but uh, how's how's life? Uh, life is good? Life Treating is good. good. Life is good. Yeah. You know, still still able to roll when I, I can. It. And, you know, yeah. lucky to be alive and, 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 you know, have sponsors still. There and, you, go. you know, just able to live and... Yeah, I'm I'm really blessed. I have a beautiful girlfriend that's okay. a skateboard photographer and oh, right. you know, so it's like, yeah, it's crazy. Wow. Crazy timing, yeah. Living the dream. Well, when I first met her, she she was doing a book with Adidas. I met her like 5 years ago and we became friends. But I met her in Germany in Berlin. Uh, I was walking up the stairs to go to my hotel and there was like a pack of girls sitting mm-hmm. out front. And I was just like, "Whoa." And I saw her and I was like, "Oh." <laughs> and I run to my room and got some stickers and stuff like, "Hey, you, you know." Got some stickers. Yeah, yeah, stickers and pins, <laughs> you know. It's like skaters, you know. Never thought of that opening line yeah, right there. Yeah. Well, that's that's the thing. I I never in all my years yeah. was never attracted to skate girls, you sure. know. And then all of a sudden it's, it's been changing and so anyway, yeah, met met her and and we hit it off. But funny thing is, you know, in the whole thing, she skates and she rips mm-hmm. and she's got really good style. And I'm like, you know, I'm 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 really stoked that you have good style, Laura. I'm, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm really stoked. And she goes, if I didn't have good style, I wouldn't skate. Oh, and I'm like, okay, wow. okay, you're perfect, you're perfect wow. for me, you know. Wow. But yeah, she's on top. She's on amazing. top. And amazing. again. Amazing skateboarders the talent and so again oh with her God. photography she she inspires the shit out of me and that's and what i was it's that, so rad like where yeah, again i never had a an artist girlfriend i had once mm-hmm. you know it was a muse of mine and then but to have a girl and again we were friends first and i remember watching her and seeing her work and i'm like you're gonna be the fucking best like yeah. you're gonna be one of europe's hottest photographers you wow. you've got it mm-hmm. and then of course she skated and just watching her and her friends skate and and it was like the enjoyment of skating where it wasn't mm-hmm. the judging it wasn't it didn't matter if they're skating and inside of a fucking planter you know they were they were having fun and i'm like you rip you rip yeah. and the friendship just kept going and you know 
just yeah, was yeah. lucky enough to be in Europe, you know, kind of right pandemic. It was like October. Okay. Went there, and then we were both there for a Ruka art show thing, and yeah, okay. just just the timing worked, and yeah. awesome. You know, at first we were like weird, like what? The, <laughs> this is so weird because again, never in my life it's like, you know, had yeah, that happen, yeah, yeah. and it was just like holy shit, this is, this is really awesome, and that right. You know, and again, that's, I think, what helps with the distance is, mm. is just knowing that and then having the same kind of goals and the same things where she's coming out for my birthday. Amazing. And then I get to take her to Hawaii for the first time. She's never been to Hawaii. And oh, it's wow. like, oh, I'm going to take you to all the park and okay. we're going to go skate. And it's like, it's just such a cool thing to that's, be like, yeah. instead, like, oh, I got to go to dinner. I got to take yeah. this girl <laughs> yeah. shopping. Right, and right. like, yeah. And, but yeah, it, it really, you know, again, with, with being a skateboarder and being an artist and stuff, it's just that, that it makes it so rad and being yeah. able to just go down the street and have that same mindset. Totally. You guys are on the same wavelength. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, it's, it's, it's again, it's really cool and it's really empowering because we both are able to support each other and I think lift each other up. Which For sure. Is a really cool thing to have. And know? it's just Probably. rad to see women coming up in skateboarding now. Yeah. yeah and totally. all that stuff. It's, it's such a beautiful thing. Totally. You know? Cause well, when we were growing up, it was very few. And far yeah. Between, very I'm few. Sure, when yeah, you were. Yep. Yep. You were a little generation maybe before us starting to yep. skate. So yep. yep. There was quite few. a few. And then like growing up in Hawaii, I had Jamie Reyes. Jamie, which, shout you know, out Jamie yeah. Reyes. It was, oh, was again, you know, mm. big, big time. But again, it was so, so few. And then yeah. it was like, what, Sasha and yeah. the, oh, the yeah. girls and that were on Beth World. Side, and, yeah. And, and, and yeah, Kara as, as far as like skateboarders, but on the <clears> photography side, yeah. I mean, I don't even yeah. think they're No, no, not really. You know, where again, it was, it was a cool thing. And again, that's like, she has a book with Adidas. Like, what the fuck? So you know, she's doing like all this that. rad stuff. But again, like, the thing that I've, you know, seen the most, and I, you know, grew up surfing first, and I was sponsored with that. And then again, you, 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 I broke out of that because it wasn't wasn't me. But being part of Quicksilver and doing that whole thing, I was amongst the best surfers in the world. And it's like the creative mindset that comes out of skateboarders is just completely different than any other thing I've ever seen. Where again, you have people coming in their photographers or they're be doing videos or they're making music or they're doing brands and mm -hmm. it's just it it's a creative thing where again if like your kids are skateboarding they're pretty much going to be a creative person in no, some that, way or that's another true. And, that's and, true. and again be able to carry on which is is a real so cool thing. you're telling me you see more of it in skateboarders than you do in like surfers oh, and stuff like that 100 percent well, where, where again you know i look at surfing being the big brother and again yeah. like from when i first started skating it was to mimic surfing yeah. you know and it was all about trying to look like buttons and and you know do that whole thing in the style and and again it was driveway barrels and and that but again you you know i i was lucky enough to be amongst the best surfers in the world in hawaii and then the same thing with later doing with quicksilver and and you 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 didn't have that yeah. you didn't have the guys like you know look at arto sorry you know look at look again it's just you they don't do that very few a lot now the the some of the tiered surfers started shaping surfboards mm -hmm. so you had like simon anderson and he he invented the three fin board they call the thruster and then you had shane haran and he started doing stuff but that was like the most of what you had you didn't right. have them doing graphics or you didn't really have mm -hmm. that that thing or again you know becoming actors or becoming yeah. famous yeah. directors <laughs> yeah. and artists yeah. you know tommy playing music i mean it 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 in the world of skating it was just like wow right, you know and then right. again the new generation that started surfing and and doing the airs and all that they all skated 
So again, you had guys like Dane Reynolds and, and mm. Nathan Fletcher and Kristen Fletcher. And those guys had that creative outlet. But again, they skated. Where mm. again, you had Slater, who is by far the greatest surfer, but he couldn't skate. You know, mm. and there would be a ramp and he could not skate at all. But again, mm. his airs weren't the same as the guys that were skating. So again, right. even growing up in Hawaii and seeing the Florence brothers and John John and all them, and we'd be at a pool and these kids were like this small and they're skating the pool. And I remember being like, these kids are going to be the best. And sure enough, huh. because they learn how to do airs and they learn how to skate, they're, they're on it. Bring and, it to the water. And, and again, wow. I think that, that same sense is like, you know, what, what, and even with girls, there's this girl, Zoe, who's a surfer and she skates. And, and again, mm -hmm. it's like, it is that whole transfer. Cause again, it's that, there's something about skating that has that creative yeah. kind of push with yeah, it, which again, sure. surfing is like, yeah, the bigger brother that, that doesn't, you know, but he's surfing, you know? I wonder what that is. I wonder if it's, if it's already in you and it's become, and you start skating and it's released or do you build that up from skateboarding? You know what I mean? I wonder yeah. You yeah. know, I, I think it's in you. Yeah. I really think it's in you. And I think that that was kind of like my thing growing up. I lived across the street from some of the best surfers and, and, and I started surfing and then again, I got sponsored but then I went to a, a like there was some demo and and there was some guy skating, and it was right there and I'm like, fuck there there was just something that pulled me and then again, I got sponsored and I was young and and when you like the the age division I think it was like eight to twelve it's called Menahuni okay. and so I remember going and I wanted to ride a McCoy board but I was sponsored by Juanan Creations so I had to ride a HIC board and I didn't want to I wanted to ride a McCoy board because all my heroes rode McCoy boards and so I rode a McCoy board and then I got chewed out and I was so <laughs> bummed like this fucking sucks and then I remember going to the to party and I see guys skating and I was just like fuck that fuck that I'm gonna skate <laughs> and then luckily you know there was a ditch right down the street from my house which was called off the walls and there was a really gnarly skater named stacy gibo and mm -hmm. and i just got into that and got into punk rock and and there it just never left yeah <laughs> so crazy <laughs> yeah so crazy yeah. so you were in hawaii and you were going to be you were like getting sponsored from surfing but yep. then you went over to skating yeah yeah, you know, I island? just completely. I was on uh, on Oahu. Oahu. Yeah, on Oahu. Okay. Is yeah. that like the best island for surfing? Yeah, because that's where pipe is, and, okay. and it's it's you know that's that's where a lot of pretty much on out of the Hawaiian Islands, it's got the most recognition. That's yeah. where Waimea Bay is. Right. You know, I grew up at a beach called Sandy Beach, and then again, you know, a lot of the islands are, have amazing breaks, but that that's kind of like that's the smart. premier one. That's okay. the one that everyone goes to. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's interesting because like when 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 did this transfer kind of happen? It was what age? Maybe? I was probably like twelve years 12 old. Twelve years so, old, so like you know early eighties. Yeah, because then I th I feel like because then you started shooting photos and skating. Yeah. So both of those careers yeah. developed very early. Yeah, yeah. Like so, you started getting published in Thrasher. Yeah, I got my first photo in Thrasher, which a Roscoff ad was when I was it was eighty six. I think I was like fifteen. Wow. And that was just yeah. because you were there. Um, with it, those guys exactly. and you're taking photos and, and so so kind of just rewind a little bit yeah, yeah. johnny cop was was one of the guys i grew up with and That's johnny cop started riding for hasoy and back in the day when you got sponsored you rode for a pro it wasn't like you rode for the brand at oh. first so pros had riders so you would ride all their stuff so i rode for johnny so i rode cop boards and everything that mm -hmm. he had that's what i was riding mm -hmm. and then Christian came in and I met Christian and then we just hit it off. And again, it's Christian Asoy. And so again, that's kind of like 
holy shit, there's Christian Soy. And then right after that is when the, the, this thrasher and, and Kevin Thatcher came into town. So all of a sudden I meet Kevin Thatcher and he's shooting photos. And I'm just like, I want to shoot photos. Yeah. Because again, I knew that just like when I surfed, I met Shane Haran and I met all these guys that were my heroes. All of a sudden it's like, here's Christian Soy, here's, you know, these different people. So I'm like, I, I, I know this is something important. I, I want to start shooting. Huh. And then at the time too, I met Bryce Knights and he did both. Yeah. And then, you know, and then you see Swifty and then it was like, okay, okay, I, I can do both. You know, I want to, I want to try and do both. So I got sponsored by Vision in, I think it was late 86, and I was on Vision and, and uh, Independent and, and Jimmy Z, okay. thanks yes. to Christian. And, and then, again, I, I just kept shooting at the same time, was really trying to shoot, because then, again, it was like I met Gons, I met Tommy, and, and just, you know, Nottis, and just everyone would come to Hawaii because it was like the vacation world. So it was like Christian was there literally every month or every other month he was there wow. he would always rent a lincoln town car he would rent a second car for all the homies and then he'd have <laughs> block right. there he'd have oster there he had murray there and so it it was like i mean again christian paved my way he he introduced me to everyone and 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 was like me and my brother who it was Mark and Scott, so we became Mablo and Sablo. And then it was like, oh, go, go and hang out with Mablo and Sablo. And then my mom and dad were super cool, so my mom would cook breakfast for everyone. So, like, I have photos of, of the mornings at my house with Roscop and Caballero and Tommy Guerrero and Kevin Thatcher. And, like, again, it was just like, whoa. And, and you know, the cool thing was, was all these guys were fucking cool. And they were yeah, all yeah. my friends, and, and no, had, no one had the attitude. And, again, it was like that whole – Love of skating were back then that 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 thing if you skated, you skated. Yeah. You were a cool. So again it was like, oh if you're gonna go to Hawaii, go see these dudes. Yeah. So then again it was just like, I mean, everyone was sleeping on my floor. And it, it it's all of a sudden it was like, you know, once again like Nautis is on my floor and I'm just like <laughs> you know, and, and again it's like the friendships and, and the stoke and again i'm like yeah. i i gotta shoot photos. I gotta start And that's photos. the most interesting part is because sometimes like you know, you're a young kid I mean, were you like scared almost to take photos of these guys? Or maybe in my back of my mind, I'm like, maybe they wanted him to take photos. You know, because you know, they're kind of like, yeah, it was, you know, it was, it was, it was just everyone was stoked. Like, yeah. And again, it was like you, they'd come to Hawaii and, and, and again, it was like, there's the beach, there's backyard pools, there's ditches, you know, and then the girls. So it yeah. was just like, this is the shit. And everyone would come and, you know, Holmes would be, woohoo! with this you know yeah. town car smoking joints and and it, it was just this this again it was like going to a different country for them there you, right. go. you know so it 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 just spawned and again like you know hmm. out of nowhere they had this you know we had a demo at the school and it was you know it, we could say a demo now but it was a skate jam but it it pre-cell phones pre-anything and and somehow it was before a contest i think it was um which contest? It might have been at the Blaisdell. And, and so all of a sudden, you know, out of nowhere, all of a sudden, Gons is at this thing. You know, uh, Jesse Martinez is there. Christian's there. Cab's there. The Bones guys start showing up. And again, it's just all at the schoolyard and and things are blowing up. And Johnny Cop's there and Kevin Konishi. And, and, and you know, so I have photos, again, shooting of of jesse martinez and it's kind of like christian was like those are some of the first wall rides and it's it was him doing the wall jams wow. and and again it was just like witnessing this and 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 again being in awe and it was the hardest thing was like i wanted to skate 
but also I knew I needed to shoot photos. Yeah. So it was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to kind of do a little there. bit because again, yeah, you're like, I want to skate with my heroes, you know? And I, I mean, I have, I have photos of Wallows and, and literally we all did this jam and then we got kicked out of the school and then everyone went to Wallows and it's literally like Gons, uh, Jesse Martinez, um, Rob Roscoff, Keith Meek, Christian Asoy, uh, Gator, um, you know, and I mean, it just went on and on and on. And, and again, it was like, then all of a sudden there was hundreds of kids lining the ditch. And again, it was like pre-self, like, and I'm like, how did these, how did they even know? But yeah, it just turned into this and, and, you know, again, and then after that, then the connection with, with, with the Powell guys. And then they're like, okay, we're going to film animal chin here. And Stacy hits us up. Can you take us to wallows? And, you know, I mean. Being there when they're filming Animal Chin, and again, like I, Lance Mountain was someone I loved and mimicked and wanted to be like, and all of a sudden he's there and Tony's there, and I mean it was it was just it was amazing, and I mean even at that time Lance is still the same guy where I remember Tony Hawk was sitting on his board, like 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 vertically, you know, like sitting on it that way, mm-hmm. and then Lance is standing there, and all of a sudden Lance shoots the board at Tony's board, and wham, and then Tony slams, and I'm just like. <laughs> Lance Mount just made Tony Hawk eat shit, you know, and you're just like, wow, you know, but it was like that beginningness and and watching them do the video and watching them film the video and and again, having no idea that this thing is going to be as impactful as it was and, and, you know, next thing you know, you see the video and it's like, holy shit, that's a skateboarding video. Right. You were part of a lot of incredible moments, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that again, like, yeah, it's, it's. It's never stopped. Right. And that's the beauty of like, again, being in skateboarding since the 80s and really like watching that whole thing go down and even, you know, sh- going from being in Hawaii and growing up there and then again, like meeting Hartzell and becoming friends with Jeff. And when I first met Jeff, we was we were at a ramp called the Red Hill Ramp. And again, we went with Christian and then I saw Jeff and I, I thought he was straight from Asia. I didn't think he spoke English. And I'm like, so hot to, you know, and he's just like, motherfucker, I'm from Jersey. You know, like, <laughs> it was just like, whoa. And then, so again, hitting it off with Je- Jeff and JT, yeah. John Thomas. And then they decided to move to Venice. And then it was like, I'm moving to Venice. Cause again, then at that time too, was Christian and, and he was bringing Oster and Jesse and, and Murray and, and all those guys. And then we became super close with those guys. So then again, it's like moving to Venice and watching Venice at that time mm. when when the wall ramps and all oh, that, yeah. and then, so, you know, the scene was yeah. so heavy. Man, oh, and Prejo. <laughs> I remember going a couple times as a little kid and just was like, "What the fuck yeah. is this?" And then <laughs> I meeting love this. meeting Eric Britton, Tuma, yes. and then and, and then a kid named Uhuru that was a Hawaii kid, and he passed. Rest mm. in peace. But it, and, and and being a part of Joey Tran and Little Man, and and then again being in that whole Venice scene, and it being so gnarly too at that point where like someone would walk by and be like fuck venice and jesse and it was like oh yeah go go at it right and so again (laughs) by the time i was there living there for for probably like a year and a half i saw three people get killed and literally i was just like i can't be around this this is gnarly and 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 you know whatever but sure. at that same time is when i met reem mm-hmm. and you know kareem's showing up at the park and he wore he would he would use metal bushings he had metal bushings what? or risers like uh oh. what's it like his risers or cushions weren't that he'd use washers that's what it was oh. metal washers so his trucks wouldn't turn and it was like 
That's where Daywan got it from. I know, right? <laughs> you know, but, but it was like, the, no, Daywan's was super loose. Yeah, yeah. Kareem's was tight as his board wouldn't turn. It oh, literally, wow. he put metal metal bushing or washers in there so with, his with trucks no, wouldn't turn. Oh, and he could like, skate that. And wow. it was like him and then uh, Fabian Alomar yeah. and then um, uh, Miracle Magnum. Mm. And so then we started doing castle contest. Yeah. And then we went to a backyard pool in Venice. And that's when Kareem came in and he couldn't turn in the pool. <laughs> so all of a sudden, that's when he started using normal, He's like, normal yeah, cushions. Wow. And I mean, again, even seeing Kareem go from like being on Powell and then quitting Powell and then going to World and then, you know, Jesse threatening to break his legs. And like, you know, I mean, but the craziness of, of all that. But again, like watching these these at the same point, watching skateboarding just, just rise up and, you know, being there with Nottis and, and Julian. And I remember days of like following them around and I would be behind them literally like my jaws dragging on the floor, just I skating bet. with them. And they, that was when they first started doing nollies and they're gnawing up curbs and just gnawing down. And I'm just like in awe of all this stuff. And at the time I was still on vision and then they wanted, uh, they wanted, they wanted uh, me to have a part in the alphabet soup video. And I'm like, I don't want to have a part. I don't want to have a part. Because weirdly enough with like Bo Akeda and the whole, the whole deal with Bo, I watched Bo turn pro. And then I also watched then all of a sudden the pressures of being pro. So I witnessed mm -hmm. that for the first time mm -hmm. of like having to film a part and having to do a contest. And, and Bo was so anti. Right. And, and it was like people were like, oh, he's lame. And I'm like, no, he's a, a purebred. He, he can't handle the, what this was. So I remember watching that go down, and then at the time I was on Vision, I went on a tour of Vision, and it was me, Buck Smith, Mike Crum, and Chris Gentry. And we went across country, and we towed a mini ramp. And again, I'm like, I was 19 at the time, and Gentry and Crum were 16. And they're doing McTwist, and I mean, they were killing it. And I'm like, what am I doing? You know, and then everyone quit Vision to go and do World, and and then yeah. all of a sudden they're like, okay, we want to turn you pro. And they want to turn me and Marco's size pro. And I'm like, I don't want to go pro. I, I, this is gnarly. And then I was like, I want to be a team manager. So I can go everywhere you guys go. Oh, I can skate right. everywhere right. and I don't have to deal with any of the pressure. Right. So I literally transferred in and became a first TM assistant at Vision. And then I started at the time, I don't know if you saw, but Vision shoes started popping up like Kareem. Mm -hmm. I was talking to Tommy. I mean, and I started getting a lot of good kind of movement going. And all of a sudden it was like, whoa, this guy kind of knows what he's doing. And then Jim Gray was there at the time. And then Jim Gray's like, hey, I'm going to split and start Acme. I yeah. want you to come and be my guy. Okay. So then that was kind of like the, the thing of like, cool, I can get out of the pressure and not have to deal with crazy ass Dorfman and, you know. <laughs> <laughs> bolt over to here and and work with jim you know and yeah. then that was like really starting to be okay finding a team and you know going through sponsor me oh, tapes sure, and, sure. you know and and building that whole setup which again and you was, were already in there bro i mean all the people that you dude. named i was just like this is gonna be it seems like it was like yeah. easier for you to right. kind of yeah because i was friends with navigate. all those guys yeah. you know and i mean there was even a point where like Dorfman wanted uh, Vileli, so I was talking to Vileli, and it was funny, it was like, at Neil Blender's ramp, which again was like, at a craze to skate Neil Blender's crazy tight ramps with all this thing, and I'm like, at Neil Blender's ramp, and Vileli shows up, and I'm just like, Mike, Mike, 
you got to skate for Vision. He's like, I don't want to. And he's, I'm like, Brad will buy you a Harley. Like, he'll get me a Harley. Like, come on. And he's just like, dude, yeah. And, and you really said that? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's straight up. He's like, if you can get him, I'll get you a Harley. I'll get, because he had all these Harleys all mm. over the place, you know? What? And it was just like, you know, and Mike's like, no way, I ain't doing this stuff, you know? And I mean, crazy of, of I mean, even like the <clears throat> fact of being there and, and being friends with Gator and then, talking to Gator wow. and then literally the next day being at Vision and watching the news and oh my all of a sudden God. Gator's in prison Psycho. for murder. And it was just this like- was the next day. Yeah. And, and, and the day I talked to him the day before, he said something in the lines of like, you can lie to your friends, but you can't lie to yourself. And I'm just like, that was like the ending hanging up. And then literally I called Damn. him the day that he was on the news, called the house before it was there. And I'm like, is Mark? and then someone picks up the phone I'm all, is Mark there? And there, there's like, oh, who is this? I'm all, who the fuck is this? You know, this is, we're calling for Mark. And it's like, this is the sheriff department. And I was like, Click. oh my. And, and then boom, it's on the news. <laughs> and then literally Dorfman's throwing up. I mean, it was just like shock, you wow. know? And then that was like the same point of like, I got to get out of here. This is just too weird. And wow. What year was that again, man? Oh God, I want to. So like eighty eight. Yeah, eighty eight or eighty nine. Man, it's it's heavy stuff, you know. Especially yeah. when stuff goes down like that in skateboarding. Yeah, you know, it's pretty. Well, again, it's, it's pretty gnarly. You you know, you're. I mean, for me, managing guys, and that's like crazy. Of like, in all the years and of all the brands I've been with, and and a lot of people come from shitty families, or they mm. don't have families, and they're in a in a thing, and that's when skateboarding becomes that to yeah. them. And again, it's like. You know, for me, it's just like I want to help as many people as I can through this because, again, I had good parents and still to this day are supportive and loving and, and they, they back me all the way through my dreams and, you know, struggled to get me the things that I needed. And, and, you know, again, I see so many people in skating that don't. And that's, again, why they come into this world because it's a family. And, you know, again, going, you know, I, I want to help these people and, and, and try and uplift them and, you know, again, being mentored by Mike Tanowski and, mm. and having that whole thing and watching what he did for his guys. And I was always like, I'm going to be like Mike. I want to help yeah. like Mike and, and be a real manager and be a real team guy, not just driving a van and, you know, do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, like, yeah. You know? no, he was all in everybody, the business yeah, and yeah, making sure yeah. that they were doing the yeah, right thing. Yeah. And he, again, he helped me at the time. I mean, we, I mean, after Acme, I left Acme, and, and again, for me, I really loved Jim Gray, but I didn't believe in his philosophies, and he had the no pro boards, and he, he mm -hmm. you know, guys shouldn't have a pro model, and I'm like, well, you had a pro mm -hmm. model, and there's guys, you know, like Bo and Kui and Remy Stratton, and, you know, a lot That's of good guys, money. Matt Reason, yeah, 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 especially yeah. back then. Yeah, and he sure. did a weird cut thing where they'd get a cut of all the boards okay. that were sold, oh, yeah. but, cool. but again, it was, I, I liked Jim, and I couldn't take the check, so I left working with him and I had no job. And then that's when I went to think mm. and I did think for a bit. And then it was kind of just hard cause I was in Orange County and I would have to drive to San Francisco and whatever. And then it just kind of got a little bit crazy dealing with the think stuff. And then at that point, from think where was where was um acme was that a acme was in orange county it too. was in orange yeah. so you went from orange county up north or well, were you managing stuff i from was orange managing county? from orange county oh, okay, gotcha. and they they had me doing that and then at the time i was gonna say where was the ternaski yeah connection? well that that came so so i did think and then again it was just like like kind of having a hard time but then at the same point it was like greg carroll was there and it was like well it's kind of like they have two tms yeah he's and, got it yeah, yeah so right? it's kind of like you know i, I i'm gonna bounce and then at that time 
I had race wheels. They gave me it. They're like, you can have your own wheel company. So I did race wheels and then I got Markovich. And then that kind of started my relationship with Chris. And then from then we did color, mm, color, color skateboards. Oh, wow. So then I was doing color and then we built color, Jeremy Ray. I mean, you that was know, a great video. Yeah. Yeah. Bro. Which again, I filmed, edited, like, so we yeah. had to do That's all that awesome. back then. Yeah, yeah. So then, did Jeremy Ray have first part, or was it was it the first part? Uh, in color I don't think it was first. I think it was Chris. Chris Martin. But anyway, yeah. So then we did color, yeah. and then at that time too, Metaverse started doing all the sketchy stuff, and you know, like like Jeremy was riding for a different wheel company, and then mm. all of a sudden we go to the warehouse, and there's Jeremy Ray color wheels, and like just he was a sketchy mm. bastard, and he was ripping us off. So then, at that point. That's when the Mike T connection came, and Mike T wanted me to come in and help run the team for Plan B. What year was this? 91, 92? Oh, the years, yeah, I couldn't, probably 93. Yeah, 90, but then he wanted me to come in and do that, and then he wanted just Chris and, 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 and uh, Jeremy Ray. But we had Mike Crum, we had Kane Gale, and I was just like, dude, I can't, I can't, you know, and even Chris was like, I, you know, nah. But then, so then I basically was like, hey, Jeremy, you go here because it's better for you, because Chris was shadowing him, and oh, it was... Wait a minute, wait a minute. So I'm confused. So wait, turn now, so you you went from color... No, I was still doing color at the time. You were still doing color? Yeah, at okay. the time. And then and then that was when I started talking with, with Ternowski, okay. and then Ternowski was super interested in Jeremy, and a little bit with Chris. Okay. And then, but that was like it. And it was like me and those two. And then it was like, well, I but don't you, wanna... they, well, He wanted you to be like team manager. Yeah, me to be team manager. And but then what? those two. Huh? Prime skateboards. Yeah. So yeah, then, Prime. Yeah. So, sure. so, so then what happened was, again, Chris and Jeremy were kind of having that thing. Jeremy was coming up. It was basically Chris's team, Chris's crew. So it was kind of like, he was kind of holding him down a little bit. So okay. I was like, hey, you know what? Go here. It's way better for you to go here. You belong here. And then because I did that, Ternowski was like, I got you. And then so at that time is when Girl and all those guys were bailing out. And so then they said, you can do a company and you could do Primate World. And so then that's kind of wow. what started me with World. Okay. You know, and again, big yeah. ups to Mike because he, he, he formed that. Mm. And, you know, then started doing that. And then it was kind of like, okay, now we have our own thing. Starting a company through World at that time, was it your company or was it just like, hey, here's a project okay, for so, you? So, um, there's no paperwork. Yeah. Well, so so again, <laughs> there was there was some paperwork, <laughs> but it wasn't the most. Again, it wasn't the most legit paperwork. But basically, me and Chris had ownership, and and okay. Rocco gave us everything. Okay. So again, for me, my experience with Rocco was great. Sure. Rocco amazing. really hooked me up. He, you know, gave me and Chris part of the company we'd get a royalty mm -hmm. from the company i mean he gave me a car like he was oh, really man. really cool That's, with me yeah, we got along really really and well and that question wasn't yeah, yeah, so much about yeah. rocco well, but back then too but, i mean they weren't trademarking plan b exactly. they weren't trademarking companies no. names so, like they were just, it was just kind of like the wild wild west yeah so, so that's so, why i was wondering so to come back and and weirdness but i was with mike and we went to a vancouver contest and mike was like i'm gonna make up with all my enemies yeah and literally said that I'm going to make up with all my enemies. And he started talking to all the girl guys and like shaking their hand. And he's like squashing all the beef. And this was on the weekend. And literally I went to work on Monday and he was driving to work on Monday and he got 
hit by the lady and yeah. died. Right. And oh. it was devastation yeah. because again, I it, it was like, okay, here's my mentor mm -hmm. and this fucking happens. And then again, the weirdness of like, how ironic that he's like, I'm going to squash the beef with all these people. Yeah, and again, going up and shaking hands and making it all cool, which mm -hmm. again, only Mike could do. So then after Mike was gone, a guy named Frank Messman came in. And Frank Messman kind of came in, and at that point in time, too, Rocco was kind of like, he made a shitload of money, and he was kind of like over it, and he wanted to be in Hawaii and golf and do his thing. So it was like, okay, Messman's going to run all the brands now. Okay. So when Mesman came in, and that was the thing, and then, you know, any time for us, we would get into a pitch where we weren't making money, we'd film a video. And as soon as we'd film a video, we'd make bank. You know, and it was like crazy because you'd sell so many videos back then. Where yeah. that's where it's like, you know, For sure. you'd sell forty to sixty thousand videos. Yeah. And so all of a sudden it would pull us out and we we would do whatever. So we came in and that was the thing, like they come in, they're like, Well, you guys owe money because you're not, you know, you're not having money, you guys aren't making money. So I'm like, Okay, I'm gonna make a video. We're gonna make a video. So then we make the video and we make all this and we make all this money. And then all of a sudden it's like, hey, we have all this money. And then they're like, okay, well, we're gonna just pay back all your debt. And I'm like, well, can we make payments? Can we, you know, take this? Oh, it's all cool. It's all cool. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And so what would happen is we'd get our royalty things every month and then we'd have to pay the riders and take care of everyone. So then all of a sudden, you know, Rocco's gone. What a way and, to kill and, a company. Yeah, Frank's there. And all of a sudden it's like comes in and he's like, it's the first. So I come in to do the paychecks for everyone. And he's just like, oh, you don't have any money. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? You, you know, last month we sold this many videos. And he goes, well, yeah, you had to pay your debt and you, you guys don't have any money. And I'm like, well, what the fuck? Like, what, what's, what's going on? You know, what are you? And he goes, what are you going to do? How are you going to pay your guys? And I'm like, panic, panic. Because even me, how am I going to pay my rent? How am I going to? And panic, panic. And sure. all of a sudden, it's like, slides paper over. Sign your company over. Oh. And he did the same thing to fucking Nottis. He did the same thing to Cream because Frank was profit share. Oh. So all, and he's going, why are you paying Nottis and Mark and Cream and all these guys? I can make the money. So yeah. he literally screwed us. And, and again, I'm sitting there like the same time, not knowing anything, you know, being a young kid. And it's like, sign this paper over and that's it. That's it. And the company's yours and you'll still get a royalty and whatever. Oh. And it was like being, being pigeoned. So then I did that. And then at the time they had me doing prime. They had me doing speed demons. They had me doing, and again, like I got Muska, I got all these good guys on speed demons and their, their other, it's like a wheel and a bearing. I can't remember what it mm. was, but then, and then all of a sudden Rodney started having me drive the world tours. And I'm like, Rodney, I can't handle your guys. You know, like I can't handle LeVar and all these guys <laughs> and Clyde and you know, and it's yeah. just like, Nope, you got to do it. You got to do it. And, and then I went on a tour and, and it was fucking hell and I couldn't control it. And, you know, LeVar's like sitting in the backseat of the car staring at me. And he's like, I don't know you. I don't know you fucking Mark Oblo. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. You know, and then <laughs> wow. everyone buys guns and they're shooting BB guns and paintball guns from van to van. We get to a hotel. They blast up the hotel. And then, of course, like they know it's us. I mean, and it was nuts. So then basically I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I can't do this yeah, anymore. Right. And at the time I was helping do Duff's. And so there was an owner of Duff's who was bailing Duff's. And so I'm like, okay, well, that's kind of when the Vita started to talk about starting oh. Vita. And then also at the time, um, Paul Schmidt, and he had PS Sticks rolling, and there was a guy named Mike Puss that was working there. Mm. And they were doing that. And then so it was just like, well, 
I knew the same point. There was a guy named Doug who was the guy at World doing all the boards, and that's who came from Powell and okay. took the actual bend. So he left Powell and brought that screen process oh. with them. And so all of a sudden I was like, okay, well, why don't we start a screen shop? We could do a screen shop that makes screens all the boards for yeah. mm -hmm. PS Sticks. So it's go. like, okay, cool. Screening a lot of boards. So, so yeah. yeah, so I'm like, okay, so we'll do this and then you know, and then I'll do the I'll do that and then I'll I'll start doing the shoe thing, right? So you had left World. No, I hadn't left not, yet. Because again, I was still gonna do Prime. But oh you were still doing Prime. I was Prime. still well, I was still doing Prime, but you I was had doing signed over your company yeah, but to I was still, back yeah, to them. Yeah. Still working still for them. Still working for them and also doing speed demons and and, and So you were still getting a paycheck. Yeah, I was still getting a paycheck. And then now they were taking care of the prime. Did you like how they were Well no no, I was still doing prime. You were still doing everything. But 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 again it was like, you know, went from having ownership to nothing. Having a paycheck and yeah. then again trying to take care of all Rodney's stuff, which I couldn't handle. So then it was just like, okay, I'm gonna leave and do this wood shop, yeah, and then and then I'm gonna maybe do the shoe thing because it was still in talks. Slowly get out, but of there. I'm gonna just do Prime. I don't want to do Speed Demons, and I don't want to do any of that because Prime went out of business eventually after we left. Yes, so so, you, so okay. then then just the, 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 the it gets deeper. Yeah, yeah I love <laughs> so it. I love at it. that I'm point, I'm just trying to follow. Yeah. It's yeah. it's because this is it a goes detailed, nuts. Yes. Yeah. So then at the time I was roommates with Johnny Schiller. Okay. And Johnny was doing Element, and so Underworld Element or Element. Well, it started as Underworld, Underworld, but yeah. he left. Okay, or m not he left, but uh, Andy left, Andy. and the whole original crew. And it was kind of like I think the, the same thing yeah, was yeah. Bad Bud, okay. and he took the Underworld, and then Johnny slashed the name off and the said Element, Element and then it was yeah. like his new company, which was like, no, nah, it's, it's Underworld Element. Yeah, yeah. But so then they came to me, Steve Douglas and Johnny, and they're like, hey, we want you to be our TM. Okay. And then they, they're like, oh, well, da-da-da. And then at the time they offered me, you know, this is what we're going to pay you. And I'm like, well, that's way less than what I'm making. And they're like, oh, well, you know, like it's, you know, you're working with friends and all this. I'm like, yeah, well, I'm working <laughs> with friends here. And I'm like, you know, I'm not going to do it. It's all cool. So then Douglas gets word of the woodshop and he calls Rocco. And he goes, Rocco, Oblo's come to me and asked me to be our team guy, but he wanted way too much money. So I told him no. And uh, he's starting a wood shop or a, a screen shop with your boy, Doug. And da-da-da. Who's Steve, Steve Douglas? Douglas, yeah. And so next thing you know, I got Rocco calling me, mm -hmm. saying he's going to break my fucking legs. <laughs> From and Hawaii, he's going to call and, me. <laughs> and again, I, I knew all Rocco's stories and his thug dudes because I, I knew who he started the business with and all that i mean i was aware of all that shit and so all of a sudden i'm just like holy shit rocco's threatening me and again there went my paycheck there went everything it went just gone right out of nowhere and i was like douglas what the fuck is that all about and he goes oh well we had our distribution with him and i didn't want him to think that i stole you or did anything because he did new deal uk and he goes it's cool right i'm like it's cool like he's threatening my my life, so I had to call the police and file a report because I didn't know if Rocco was gonna fucking kill me. Wow! Yeah. And so I had to file a report and all this stuff, and then we started to do the screen shop, which was Indian Ink, and then and then the Duffs thing kind of became more where Lance was the original guy Duffs, and he kind of got pushed out, and then it was like, mm -hmm. okay, let's start Vita. Yeah. So then then it was like, okay, I'm gonna start doing Vita. Is that Lance What's that? Lance uh, Theus. Yes. And, ah, Lance Theus. Yeah. And then it was, I'm going to do the screen shop. So at okay. first I was running the screen shop. And, and, and at that point in time, it was the same thing where all of a sudden I started bringing everybody in. So we were screening everybody's boards. And the screen shop went 
ballistic. I'm sure. And then again, it was like this craziness, but but it was my first time of like I had to work the night shift, and mm-hmm. I had and I was just like eh, I can't do this. Like I I want to be out, you know. And then again, that was like okay, let's let's start Vita. So. But you're starting Vita. Did you did you started just bootstrapped or did you have an investor? No. Well, that was Lance. Lance, Lance was the guy because he also had the connections with the factories and all that stuff. So from he when was he the did. money guy. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. Lance was the original guy with Soltech. He okay. worked with Soltech, yeah. and then he's the guy that came to Duff's okay. and brought Duff's with Rocco. Mm. And then, you know, at the time I didn't know, but they figured out what he was about and they pushed him out. So then he came to me, and then again we started that. And then at that time too, Nottis was out of the industry. He was working for Rage and, and, and he, he wasn't stoked. But at the same point, it was like he went and tried to figure out something new and getting out of his, you know, for again, sure. getting pulled out of his company the same mm-hmm. way as all of us. Mm-hmm. And then so I approached Nottis and was like, hey, let's do this brand. You can come in and you do all the, you know, the art and the creative and, and let's start this shoe company and we'll call mm-hmm. it Vita and that I came up with the name and it was Vita equals life life and it was skateboarding's the life and then Nottis came up with these crazy ads that were like amazing with the baby and just like this yeah. whole thing and the logo and the script and, I mean, and that. I loved yeah, that company yeah. I loved and so again we had Vita and uh-huh. and we were struggling for a long time because of the issues shoe. with Lance and again trying to deal with money issues. The shoe company too. Yeah, it's yeah. very expensive. Thing. Can yeah. I ask you a really quick question though? When you were working with all these companies, were you doing any of the art and photography yeah, yeah. and stuff like I, that? I, for, I did a little for, bit of art for Prime. I did a little bit stuff. of art. Okay. I did a little bit of photography. I kind of did a little bit of of everything. I managed the teams. Okay. And then I also though too of like, you know, being friends with McKee or Cliver and, you know, Judson Bryant and like all this stuff like was like getting those guys to do so like you know like we did the kettle kettle pee getting grinded up because rock was like you gotta do cute graphics got cute and i'm like cute graphics uh. <laughs> so then it was like now. taking all the hello kitty stuff and like putting them in meat grinders and Amazing. like you know but cliver did all that and then it was you know but but i also was like i knew that there was such talented people that anytime i could get them i would get them to do I mean, it. Cliver and McKee at the yeah. time yeah. were just yeah. 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 untouchable untouchable so so Yes, I was doing a little bit, shooting okay. a little bit okay. of the ads, you know, and, and doing that. Got you. And then Vita was way more. I was doing a lot. Mm. I started doing shoe design and okay. kind of working with that. Um, and that's kind of how the shoe thing went. And then- Did you that, design all of those shoes? Not all, but I kind of had a key into it. And then Nottis came and Nottis did his shoe completely. That was his was, own yeah, design. He did it all himself, which was insane. That's one of the- I, again, that was iconic. It, it really is. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, when when Jason came in, you know, we it was like a Timberland style rip, rip off and yeah. that kind of thing. Jason. Um, Jason Dill. Jason Dill. And then, uh, you know, we had Kenny Hughes. I mean, mm-hmm. we had Gideon Choi. You know, yeah. Danny Garcia. You know, yeah. and, and, and Rob Plowski. Yep, Rob Plowski. And then on paper. Dude, I mean, yeah, and so yeah. great. So, Reese Forbes, great. Reese, yeah. Forbes. Reese Forbes, Reese Forbes, yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. then, then at that time too, we we were always having money issues. Mm. So we we needed to try and find a guy to come in and do money. But at the meantime, I knew Quicksilver and I knew Danny Kwok, who was one of the founders of Quicksilver. And basically, I was like, hey, you know, you guys need a team, and how about I come in and give you a team, and then you guys can pay me, and then you guys can fly my team everywhere. Okay. So it was kind of like that's kind of, and then all of a sudden, Danny. Yeah, 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 that's a good pitch. Yeah, and, yeah. and then right Danny was like, "Hey, we're talking to Tony, but we can't get through because if his sister was the agent, Tony he goes, Hawk. if you can okay. get Tony, done deal.' So I called Tony. I'm like, "Hey, 
I got Jason Dill. I got Reese Forbes. I got Heath Kerchart. We want you, you know, will you do? And he's like, hell yeah, because he was doing 55 DSL. So then all of a sudden, boom, we start doing Quicksilver. So then that's kind of like how the Quicksilver thing started. And same thing. As soon as I got in there and go in there, I'm like, you guys need Nottis to start mm-hmm. doing graphics. You need oh, Nottis yeah. to do your ad. So at first he started just doing skate. Then he started doing snow. And then he just took over, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Made, the, yeah. made the script writing and all that stuff. But then we ended up finding a partner to come in, this guy named Jeff Lewis, who was like a money guy. And mm-hmm. he was like a Newport Beach millionaire. He had a $100 million car collection. <laughs> he had a Budweiser distribution. <laughs> And so this guy comes in and, and, and he slowly starts taking over, starts taking over. And then we started realizing, wow, Lance is a, he's an idiot. Lance is an idiot. Like he's full of shit. And so all of a sudden. Why are you thinking Lance is full of shit? Because he started, you know, started lying. And then we, I started catching stuff okay, that he was right. doing, you know, where I thought before it was for reasons, but all of a sudden start figuring that out. Because again, I started getting older as well and started yeah, getting yeah, more yeah, into what wiser, was happening. Yeah. So then all of a sudden it was like, okay, so we got this guy, Jeff Lewis, he came in Mm -hmm. and he wanted to have a job for his son. So that was kind of like, oh, I'll just buy this company and then my son can work in the warehouse. So we end up getting him in there. He comes more and more. And then next thing you know, we push Lance out. So Lance is gone. So then we needed someone to run the company. And so weirdly enough, at the time, my dad said, hey, I'll come in and run the company. I'll do it for a year. You don't have to pay me. I'll flip it around. And then at that point, you could start to pay me. So he makes the deal with the guy. Everything's cool. And then again, we finally started to flip around. We brought in a guy named um, Amir. He started doing shoe design and and the whole thing starts flipping. We actually were going to show the first profit. We started doing runners. Like we we had all this rad momentum. Well, turns out Mr. Lewis owned Sobe Iced Tea. And he sold Sobe Iced Tea and made $60 million and he needed a loss. So he comes in and goes, guess what guys, Friday, Monday, we're done. Closed. What? Company's done. My dad's wow. like, yo, wait, what, what, like, let me buy it. Let, let me, we, the distributors, everyone's like- get his tax thing. No, no taxing. So done, cut. Wow. And then that, that ended Vita, Damn. you know, but luckily oh at the time, the, the momentum with Quicksilver was, was going. Right, so again, right. that was kind of like the, the, the floater. And then again, Kenny got on DC, Reese yeah. got on Nike. So every guy got snapped up yeah, in a matter works. of seconds. It all worked out for the guys, but it just sucks that that type of stuff can happen. Oh, yeah. Well, it yeah. happens on a regular basis, but just in skateboarding, it hits closer to home. Yeah. And, and like, again, it, it's these like guys, that, you know, paychecks. That, yeah. And, and it's that, like, that dude the, didn't care about skateboarding. Yeah. No, and it's no, like no. the amount of love and the passion. And again, yeah. like for me to struggle that whole entire time. And, and be like, again, like go through all the stuff with Lance and all the stuff of getting this. And again, when this dude's such, mind, he's probably just yeah. like, and it's just, just gonna, like, I'm yeah, just going to dead this. Yeah, in a like, bit. Uh, don't I don't care. Uh, it didn't matter. And then again, that was like my first real thing of like, fuck, business yeah, fucking man. sucks. Yeah. You know, Harley, like, people dude. are just, just fucked. So, yeah. And I mean, again, my dad, who, who at the time, you know, my dad and I, that's when we really realized that we were so much alike. And again, like we'd be in meetings and we'd say the same shit, like, holy shit, dad, you're cool as fuck. <laughs> you know, and we really, it, and thankfully for that's that, a good part yeah, it made, it made sure, us yeah. really good. But then again, it fucked my mom and my dad up. Because oh. now all of a sudden they used all their money for that year. And then 
screws my father over mm. so i'm wow. sitting there with that oh. guilt and that yeah. pressure of like dude i just fucking took dad's retirement and fucked it and yeah. you know but you know it also it's it's part of the process or whatever and right. and and then at the time yeah it was was doing quicksilver and then the quicksilver thing went crazy and that was a good thing for a while and then did this guy with the money did he just come into vita and was he was he just an inf, in, influx of money or was he trying to run it well no no he came in at first and it was just a, a small portion when lance was there okay lance found okay. him and he came in and was a small guy and then slowly took over took over took over okay. took over took so over. he essentially pushed lance out yes yes oh. and again me and Nottis didn't want lance there so okay we were so like, it was a yeah, win-win yeah yeah so okay. we we're like perfect yeah. have jeff do it and then that was the whole thing where jeff's like you need someone to run the company right and then that's when my dad, dad came, came in, in and okay. i mean he killed it he literally flipped that thing around and 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 he killed Looking it. back at it now, were there any signs that, the, that this guy was eventually just going to like well, there, dead the brand? There or? was no signs of that, but there was just the huge disconnect of mm. sitting with this dude. And again, like we would go to eat lunch and he'd take me and my dad and we'd go to eat lunch and then he would tip the waitress 50 cents. Damn. And my uh. dad would walk out. And then go, oh, I forgot something. And, and he'd walk leave. back in and leave a tip. Oh, uh, and yeah. so all of a sudden was like, he's a fucking prick. Wow. Like, what's this guy's problem? And again, his arrogancy was out there. You know, you're like, this guy's, he's a money guy. Yeah. He's a money guy. He's a, I mean, he's a billionaire. He's, he's out of the mind rich, yeah, you know? And so it, there, there wasn't. <laughs> Again, no, if he didn't sell, out, yeah, yeah if, if he didn't sell Sobe, we would probably have still been going. It, yeah. But he, that's a he, crazy he needed connection. A I yeah. had never knew that was there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sobe yeah. and Vita. Yeah, hey, Sobe sponsored um, yeah. Andy McDonald. Andy yeah, yeah. it's the first uh, yeah drink, first and only. Huh? Yeah, pretty, I mean, but if there are other guys, but it was there. pretty much the first drink sponsor. Yeah, yeah in sure. skateboarding, no doubt. and everybody well, made fun of Andy McDonald for riding for him. Yeah, but yeah. because of that. Vita went out of business. And I always yeah. there was a yeah. funny joke Damn. growing up at my at my skate shop I grew up at. Uh, it's called Jay's Board Shop in Laguna Hills. Yep. First full uh, rep flow I ever got was from Vita. Yep. I got two pairs of shoes. I got yep. the Nottis yep. and some other pair of shoes. Next month, company went out of business, yep. and they're like, "Dude, Kelly, look what you did, bro." Yeah. He's fucking. Gets well, that, that's, 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 I would have blamed you too. That was kind of what. That was kind of one of our strategies. Was I was like, I'm just gonna give shoes out. Mm-hmm. non-stop and yeah. once they try them they're gonna like them yeah. you know and again it was like i'm gonna hook and so we started promoting shoes promoting shoes and again people would wear them be like these are sick you know and it just started kind of kind of to take place you know just think about that i mean like that kind of stuff the 50 cents bums yeah. you out and everything mm-hmm. but just just that's the no. business the business mindset of like yeah. running a company and then just a Monday morning, yep. it's done. Yeah, and that's what when you're leaving all these people without yeah. jobs, and without then, anything. And then he was like, "You guys take care of, basically take care of shutting it all down." Right. Oh and I was like, gosh. "Go fuck yourself." So we were like, "Who wants shoes? Come and get as many as you want. Who wants a table?" Like we just fucking murdered the place, wow. stole everything out of there, and it was like, "Go fuck yourself." I mean, to this day, There's my no dad, heart, my dad is still fucking pissed like sure. my dad's like i'll fucking kick his ass like yeah, my dad's a brooklyn yeah. new york guy like i'll fucking kill him i'll break his fucking legs right, you know i'm right. like dad it's cool it's cool so Everything no contact happens. with him ever just nah nah i saw him the... maybe once or twice oh. you know because he's was in living in newport okay. and random but saw him and his wife just whatever and just like yeah, yeah whatever, whatever you're dude. you're fucking kook yeah, you know nice. karma yeah you know but Scumbag ass. 
Wow. Yeah. So yeah. wait, uh, Nottis did the Vita logo yep. and the Quicksilver. Yep. I yep. can see the correlation yep. there. Yeah, I, didn't yeah. think, I did yep. never thought about that, yep. but it makes sense yep. now. And then, yeah, and then... Nottis is talented. Oh, yeah. he... he t- wow. Again, for me, growing up, Nottis and Gons were my biggest influences as, as artists mm-hmm. and as skaters. And then again, to this day, they still are. Where Nottis could shoot photos, Nottis could fucking draw not as could illustrate he could do characters he could do videos he uh, again his skating (laughs) but again he he his creative mind was i mean again i think he's one of the most talented guys that could do anything and then when he came into quicksilver he started just killing it Mm -hmm. and again coming up with these ideas of things that they've never even thought of like he built this crazy tank like a fish tank and was shooting the trunks in the fish tank and i mean just like mind-blowing and it was just like you know at the time right at the cusp david carson was there and david carson's this award-winning designer and he's making all this money and i'm sitting there like because because he was doing the majority of the design at the time and nottis was just doing the surf or sorry the the skate and the snowboards and we're in meetings and then they're bringing out these these photos and it's like all these people and i'm just like this stuff sucks. Like, and no one else at the table. Everyone's like, this is killer. This is killer. And I'm like, this stuff sucks. This stuff sucks. <laughs> and then people are like, oh, yeah, it sucks. It sucks. And then it was like, dude, Nada should do all this. And then, of course, Nada, they gave him everything. Amazing. And he became the direct, creative director of the brand or whatever. Wow. And, and, I mean, and again, he changed it. He changed the whole thing. And, totally. you know, and then at that time, but for me was, you know, that was such a surf company and it was so surf turkey we say surf turkey because that's what they are and it was just nothing that the skaters did mattered mm. and i had arto and i had bastion and i mean i had great dylan yeah. reader yeah. and and yeah. again these guys are killing it and nothing mattered and i remember like coming up like look dylan got the cover and it'd be like oh yeah cool so and so might get the cover of surf and it was like mites what like that and then well, it, they were just so focused they were hyper focused on what yeah it was yeah and, they, they've, al- and they've always been yeah. like that. yeah, yeah. yeah. and they sure. didn't it they didn't care and so for me, I'm like, my guys aren't getting the recognition that they need. And then the funny thing of all of it too was they didn't have contracts. Their contracts all lapsed. And again, I wasn't pushing them because they wanted to sign shitty contracts. So I was like, ah, don't worry about it. Just get paid, get paid. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. So basically then that's what happened was then Burton, there was a, the, the president at the time, this guy Laurent was the president of Burton. And then I started getting wind that they needed to get a skate team and they wanted to make a crew and you know whatever so i met with the president and i met, sat down with him and he was just like skateboarders are the guys they rule everything burton needs the influence from skateboarders and we want to do this we want to make a shoe company we've had gravis and gravis has gone nowhere it has no roots the only way it can have roots is if you do skate mm. so then at the time i was like okay you know i got to figure this out and i started like thinking okay how can i do this and then at the same time, Reese was really helping me out a lot with Quick. And so, and then at the same time too, I know they, they wanted to start cutting people and all this stuff. And so I'm sitting there going, okay, okay, how can I do this? And then I thought, okay, I'm going to bail. I'm going to take Arto. I'm going to take Bastion. I'm going to take Stefan. And I'm going to take Dylan. And I'm going to leave Reese. And Reese, at that time, we had Alex. Reese got Alex. And then mm. Reese, there was other guys. And so it's like, yeah. okay, I'm going to let Reese run quick and then again that gives him a career yeah and that gives him a second life and then i'm going to come and do this thing with gravis and analog 
Got you. And so, I mean, I at the time, I, you know, still being young and being super scared. And again, Reese was as a really close friend of mine, but also I was so scared the shit out of him. <laughs> so I was like, I, I, you know, and the one thing I wish I had done sooner was I wish I told him my plan before I did the plan. You didn't even oh. tell him. I didn't tell him until we quit. And then that was... What was the reasoning? Why didn't you tell him? Because I was so afraid of what he was going to do, oh. or I was so afraid that he was... Well, you're was, basically ta- pulling a whole team out from under him as well. Yes, and taking the best guys in right, a sense, right. you know? And so it was just like, uh, you know, a fear factor, truly. Sure. Um, and then again, I had to go to Reese's house, and I went there and talked to him. And, you know, of course, he was fucking pissed, but he, he, he understood. And again, you know, he was a good friend of mine, so it was just like you know all right you know and it was a little tense for a little while but again i think he he figured and realized and again it it was a good thing for him because then he was able and that that he brought in austin he started using bill and it became his thing right you know where again my guys my filmer da 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 so again it really kind of gave him a a, a push into that gotcha. like okay here here you go totally he killed it with yeah that, man. and he, he killed it yeah. no he, he totally did and and so you know then we started to do analog and gravis mm-hmm. and then that i mean that was uh, an insane run and 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 again you know we we i mean i think we changed a shitload of stuff in in the way that it worked especially with doing gravis and mm-hmm. and the way that we did that and we had kelly kakuda came in and he was our designer, yeah, and he was a talented, talented dude. And then Dylan was really, you know, at that time he left Vans, you know, Arto left Soltech, and then Stefan was on Xavier. And then, so then those guys came in, and then, or sorry, not Stefan, Stefan was on Analog. But then, so we started doing with just Dylan and, and, and Arto. Mm-hmm. And then Dylan the whole time was like, I want to make a Vans slip-on, but I want it to be thinner. I want it to be narrow. I want it to be, you know, this small little thing. And he was so adamant about pushing this 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 side of this. So then that's kind yeah, of when we, we came that. up. So I I had found a, a, a Gucci shoe that was pretty much the silhouette at the top, but okay. it was laced and whatever. And I was like, dude, is this is this like where you're looking at? And he was like, yes. So then we took that and then Kelly and Dylan came up with the sole. And I mean... Wow. Just the, the the inserts and just the way it, it sat on his foot. And so we really started trying to push that. And again, my big thing too with Gravis was like, I want no logos on the shoe. Right. And they're like, what? I'm on no logos. But that was part of the thing with my me going there with the president was I have 100% control. Yeah. Not one person can tell me what to do. And they're like, yep, no worries, no worries. <laughs> so again, I took every logo off the shoe. I came up with the four dots because it was four wheels oh. and it was four skateboarding and then my thing was oh, they like, didn't even have the four dots before the- no 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 mm. none of it so then that, the, that came in so the top top corner was arto and he was black you know dylan was gold so each guy would have a color oh. and represent what the wheel was so if you saw the shoe you know and where it would be highlighted you'd know if you're a skater you would know oh that's dylan's shoe that's arto's shoe you know wow you know? and, and again it was like to try and pull off you know, so you see on Arto's, like if, yeah, see the gold? Wow. Arto was gold, Dylan was black. Yeah, so see on the box, like if you pull the magazine, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that kind of became that. And again, we had no logos. And, well, and, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, again, Did you know that? I didn't yeah. know that either. Well, because well, again, we, we got canned before we, we started going. <laughs> but dude, so, I will say this too. That company, as a kid, I was like, that company, before you came yeah. in, I was like, 
I don't know what's going on with that company. Yeah, yeah, it, it was, was crazy. Random, it was crazy. Super random. Yeah. And then you came in. I was yeah. like, damn, they're actually yeah. doing cool yeah. shit. Well, and I think yeah. even when Dylan came out with his shoe, it was yeah. kind of like, well, well, yeah, whoa, this yeah. is interesting. And, this and is different. It, know, this is sure. it pushed the boundaries. And we did a shoe called the Filter, mm. and then we did a, another shoe which was was originally going to be the the Filter, which was a lot like the the Vans classic, but it was like a high top, you yeah. know, kind of almost like a half cab. Sure. Mm-hmm. And so I pushed that, but then that was the thing with with when Dylan. came came out with that shoe mm-hmm. whenever we would go to spot and and there was something big he couldn't jump down it with those shoes sure. and we wore the same size shoes so i'd always take the shoe off and go here and he'd wear my shoes and he'd do the trick but then it was like okay let's call the the filter high dylan's other shoe so it oh. was like then we could kind of market it and he had these two okay so, interesting so but but again to go back to the the designing of that shoe at the time that's when stefan wrote for was riding for Nike mm-hmm. and and they were talking about a shoe and Stefan really wanted to do a Volk and they're not. And then we're in New York and he caught that shoe and he saw it and he calls up Nike and he went ballistic. Like, how the fuck does this 18 year old kid have this and da da? And like, he went off and he was talking to Sandy at the time and Sandy's mm-hmm. like, don't talk to me because he's like, no, fuck you. And Stefan's not that guy. He went ballistic. Right. So then they're like, okay, we're going to make this Volk shoe. Yeah. And again, right. that shoe came from him freaking out. And then so then he Omar. Had he had to fight for yeah, that yeah. shoe. Yeah, yeah. Omar really gets wind. And so Omar then goes, hey, Gravis is making me an offer, even though we never did. And then all of a sudden, boom, then he gets a shoe. You know, and it was yeah. like super funny. But that, that whole push oh, all came off right. of Dylan's. And Dylan's thing being completely different. You hey, know? shout out to Stefan Janowski though. Oh yeah, because like oh, to, to, to yeah, I mean to even stand up to a company like yeah. Nike and yeah. you know fight for what you want. Yep, yep. Now he's got whole factories dedicated to making that. Yep. It's just, it just yep. his shit. Yep, yeah. Yep. And insane. again, it again, and, and like even he'll say like you know thank God for Dylan, you know. You but go. again, it it's full it, circle. It was full circle, Ooh. you know. And then the same what happened at, at Gravis and Analog is they got a new president. Mm. The new president came in and was like, fuck skateboarders. We should only do snowboard shit. We're going to can this. We're going to can analog. And literally, I was in Hawaii and I got the call. Yep, we're not going to do it anymore. And it was just like. How long did it? How long was the run for? I think Travis it was. And analog. F- almost five years. Five years? And we had a 10-year plan. But again, we just started just like Vita was, we just started cracking. People just Ooh, started digging right. what we were yeah. doing. We had Sammy Winter, we had Javier, we had Steve, we had, I mean, and, and again, it it just started going. And there was even a point where we started talking to Alex and Alex, Alex Olson, Olson and, yeah. and, and he was, and then it was like, ah, uh, I can't do it, I can't do it. But you dude, know? that Gravis part that yeah. Dylan put out yeah. was like huge. Well, that whole thing, basically best, went down yeah. from from when they were doing the alien video and greg and then in the beginning of all that dylan was he just killed it he'd yeah. kill it at contests he'd kill it getting footage he'd kill it at everything but i think towards, that video though really towards the tail end though of the 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 video of of filming for the alien video he got really hooked on drugs mm-hmm. and he got really connected with pills and he just started slipping if you look at that video you see his weight go down right. his hair he looks like he's strung out and so i mean even that i remember being with dylan and and being at my house and i'm like dude your video part's gonna fucking suck and and he looks at me and he's like what i'm all your video part's gonna fucking suck and you're gonna fucking hate your life 
when you're sober and you realize this. And he's looking at me on my patio like, you fuck, how can you fucking tell me this? And I was like holding back tears. But again, I, I knew, I knew what his ability was and yeah. I saw what he was doing. And I'm just like, dude, you're, you're, you're watch, watch. And sure enough, he's fucking at the video premiere. And again, he's fucking pilled out and he's watching the video. And then he gets so bummed that he walks out. Wow. And dude. again, him walking out, half the team was like, you fucking prick, mm. you fucking prick. How dare you? Mm. And so he had so much shit on his shoulders and so much shit on his back from that. And he was fucking, he got sober. That's where we, we put him in and we're like, hey, we gave him an intervention and we sick him into the intervention and was like, hey, this is, you know, you got to do this, you got it. And then he's like, I'm not going to go to rehab. I'm not going to do this. And, and I'm like, well, then you're going to be done. And then basically he goes, give me one week to try and do this on my own. And I'm like, okay, I'll give you one week. But I'm like, I know he's not going to do it. Yeah. Everyone's like, he's not going to do it. Sure enough, he fucking did it. And he cleaned up and he got sober and then he starts going off and he's ripping and he's ripping. And then that was kind of the point where I'm like, you know what? And at that time there was no other single video parts. And I was like, you know what? We'll put a video out of you just on your own. Fucking kick ass do this video. So really that was his, I'm going to prove to everyone that I deserve this shit. I'm going to prove to all the guys on alien that I'm not a fucking pile of shit. And, and I'm going to fucking do this. He did it tenfold. And he fucking did yeah, it, you crazy. know? And, and from that point on, he, he fucking took everything so fucking serious. And he, I mean, again, he would, he would go through realms of like, I'm going to go sober. He'd go sober. He'd film all this video stuff. He'd get everything he need. Then he'd fucking, Okay, now I can party. Now mm. I can do my shit. And then boom, I'm going to go sober. I'm going to clean. And then that's where he produced so much shit after that with Cherry and, and you know, getting covers and doing, it was just like, dude. And I mean, there was even a point where I'm like, dude, slow the fuck down. Slow <laughs> the fuck down. You're, you're killing it too. Like, you need to chill. But, you know, come now and realizing, oh, he, he was doing all this stuff to leave us yeah, with... Yeah all this stuff that yeah. again, you know, is, big is purpose behind it. Oh, yeah. and again, it, and at the time, you know, when, when, when all that went down and, and I remember he was in, he was in, uh, he was in Berlin and that's when he did that, the cover of the backsmith mm. in Berlin. Mm -hmm. And he came back from that trip and he was just like, I'm fucking so tired. I have no energy. I feel fucking so weird. I feel weird. And I'm just like, I think you got mono. You probably got mono, you know, like so, you, you're all right. You, you, you know, whatever. And then he starts doing some blood work and he goes to the fucking doctor. And then, yeah. And then all of a sudden one day he calls and he's just like, I have leukemia. Dude. And I just remember being on the phone and like literally like going like this, like, holy shit. But, but I had two friends that had leukemia and they made it. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, oh, you're going to fucking be fine. You know, you're going to fucking beat this shit. Right. Like, like, yeah. don't worry about it. And, you know, but still like hang up the phone and lost it, you yeah, know, but, yeah. but yeah. And it was like fuck okay and then again it was like this is this is why everything happened and and again he 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 did everything that he needed to do and again it's like i still i'll watch his stuff because i you know i think of him every fucking day yeah. so it's like i'll watch his video parts or you know i'll look through the magazines and i'm just like dude he's still you could play that right now and uh, you, oh, no, oh yeah fuck that it, video yeah. part with the song yeah, and everything yeah, yeah. Yeah. but it actually i mean he he got a lung infection at the end that's what yeah he, so, wasn't, he so, was in remission yeah so he 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 was in remission he fell out of remission but then he he, he basically beat the shit mm. and and but at that time his 
his spine was really fucking jacked and mm-hmm. had collapsed and they had to do all these different surgeries. So he, he had a real hard time with walking and, yeah. and, and, you know, moving. And again, he was so frail in, in, in his weight, you know, but I was like, okay, what's he going to be? Is he going to be a designer? Is he going to be a singer? Is he going to fucking make music? Like, mm-hmm. cause he was doing a lot of clothing design with a, our friend, Jason Blyke, who was also the head guy at Quicksilver at the time. Mm-hmm. And then he left and started his own brand ever, which is like the, the four Leafs or five leaves that you'd always see Dylan wearing the ever logo mm. and like these dope leather jackets. So Jason Blake was really who inspired Dylan in design and doing clothing and making his own shit. And so then Jason did all the stuff for us for analog. He did all the clothes for analog. And again, he was like that mentor. So I'm like, all right, he's going to be a clothing designer. He's, he could do whatever the fuck he wants. Talented. Yeah. So, yeah. So then, you know, he was going through what he was going through and then, you know, lost a lot of weight and, and had to get, you know, put on, I, you know, and again, like I had to fucking be the one to be like, yo, dude, you got to put a feeding tube and, you know, gnarly mm. shit, shit you don't ever want to mm. experience. But again, at the time I left working, I left everything to be with him during all that and spent all the days in the hospital with him and going there and a buddy named Akram was always around and taking us and his mom was there all the time. And, and, and at the time people were like, dude, we'll fly to come here, go on a trip. Cause my friends were seeing how much it was killing me but again i'm like i can't leave i can't leave there's no fucking way you know and at the time too i was drinking and i'd go home after being in the hospital and fucking just like drink everything away and then same at one point i i i couldn't be strong enough for him like i'd see him like trying to get up and i'd just start being behind him i'd just start crying and being like fuck fuck Mm -hmm. so at one point he you know he says something about drinking and i'm like all right i'm gonna i'm gonna quit so i quit drinking cold turkey dush quit and then that was kind of like one of the last discussions we had. We were at Scott Oster's house in Ojai. He let us go and stay at his house. And it was super rad. And we were there. And we had this like surreal moment, like woke up. Both of us woke up really early. And we're sitting on this porch. And there's deer. And all. I mean, it was magical. And I didn't realize that was going to be really our last conversation, deep one. And, you know, he, he was like, I'm so proud of you. I'm so fucking proud. And his face, I'm like, dude, I'll never drink again because <laughs> of that face and that talk. But then, yeah, we got back, and then I remember I went to, that was the first time I actually left after, and Mm -hmm. I went to Hawaii because I had an art show, and then I heard he's not doing good, and then I came back, and that's when I knew he needed to be put on a feeding tube, so I was like, yo, you got to be put on the feeding tube, and he's like, "Uh," and anyway, got that, and then he ended up getting a lung infection, and Mm. he, you know, he couldn't fight it off, and, and, you know, but... It was crazy because even that, he had such power and was like such a spiritual, like it was like magic where it was like on a Friday and it was like, he's not going to make it. And he basically hung on all the way until Sunday till like everyone came, everyone from New York, everyone was there. And everyone was around him, and and you know that was the time, and and so and crazy. yeah, and it was just like, holy shit! But he was surrounded by love, and and wow. and everyone was there, and he went from consciousness to unconsciousness, and and you know, and and even that was the craziest thing to witness, where yeah, how many people were in the hospital, yeah. how many people were sleeping in the fucking lobbies, everyone's bringing food, everyone was looking out. I mean, it was like there was like over a hundred people. Right. It was it was insane, again of of the amount of love and the amount of people that that were yeah. there for him and supporting him. You know, like fuck Atiba. I mean, such a big player. Like 
I was just shocked on the way of him like coming in from a fucking job, getting in his car, driving to see Dylan, being with Dylan, coming home, taking a shower, going back. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, and it was uh, just like, I, I always knew Atiba and had a friendship, but I was like, dude, I, you're the fucking raddest, you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. I fucking love you. And you know, it was, it was crazy, but you know, everything happens for a reason. And you know, now he's above and yeah, looking yeah. down with us. And yeah, it's like, he definitely yeah. left an impact. Oh yeah. yes. Yeah. On skateboarding. Yeah. Which is, yeah. It's not easy to do. No, no, no. no. So yeah. Yeah, man. Rest in peace, bro. Yeah, definitely. I definitely miss that dude. But oh, uh, you know, yeah. I mean, he was loved by so many people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And again, it's even, crazy. even that. And, and, you know, for me, part of the way that I was able to get, get past, cause I mean, I was fucking devastated it fucked me up because mm -hmm. dylan was with me since he was like 12 years old right yeah and so i was with him his whole career and and again it it, it was like i lost my best friend it was like i lost my son yeah and 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 you know so for me was posting photos and 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 i wake up in the morning and i'd cry my ass off cry cry and then i'd feel him like motherfucker quit crying you that's enough and then you know and i'd post photos and then the amount of people that would send me dms or messages and yeah. and, and again like him being a mentor of like, I'm, you know, I changed my, I was able to to do this because Dylan did it. Or like, there were so many kids that had cancer that made it because of him. I had kids calling me and saying, you know, I was refusing chemo and I wasn't going to do this and all that, but Dylan made me and I'm still alive. I mean, and wow, it dude. was just story after story. And and for me, it, it helped me and it raised me up and was right. like, okay, he didn't go through all this for nothing he went through this to help all these other people yeah, and yeah. you know even like in a little while ago there was a kid named easton nash and he hit me up and he was this kid from from uh midwest and he was living in palm springs and super ripping skater gnarly pool skater he was one of the like locals at the nude bowl but this kid had hit me up and was just like i have a brain tumor and so all of a sudden I meet with him because that was kind of like my other thing where I started doing was like I started going to see cancer kids. I'd go to kids in the hospital. I'd write to kids. Anything, if I got hit up, I was there. And that was kind of like a, a, a crazy thing for me, but it was like this is what I need to do. Yeah. And if I can bring comfort to the mom in the room or the sister or whatever, it's that's what I'm going to do. And yeah. again, it just made me feel so much purpose and 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 light and, you know, Easton came in and, and I met Easton and then, you know, he was, had the brain tumor and then the brain tumor goes down and then all of a sudden it's like, it's back again. And then crazy, like Thebo knew him and like Thebo was a big help. And so again, he basically knew he was going to pass oh. and he basically kind of fell into the Buddhist philosophy. And I mean, this kid was amazing. And the thing he wrote, if you looked on his Instagram and, and all this stuff, and it was just like, oh my God, this guy is so much power huh. and then he ended up passing and and you know uh the guys at, at uh anti-hero made him a board where i'm like okay this guy's got a board with anti-hero like that's how impactful he was but again it's like the stories like that of so many different people that again that that struggled or like how you know how many girls are like you know i'd have husbands call me and say my wife died and mm. you, you know i saw the way you are and how you mourn with dylan and you know, and then again, I'm helping this guy or another guy. My two-year-old daughter died, you know, and I'm just sitting here like crying, like, fuck, you know, but I'm like, okay, how do I, how do I get the strength? And then, you know, it's just talk and being real yeah. and, and right. you know, and again, being thankful. And again, like 
And weirdly enough for me, it was like I experienced so much craziness in my life and I experienced a lot of death. You know, Dylan, Mike, my, my fiance when I was 25 killed herself. Wow. But a lot of crazy shit. And, and you know, I, I, I was able to kind of find peace and get through this again with, with fucking helping people mm-hmm. and, and really like getting out of that comfort zone and going, all right, like I have to do this. And again, it's like it, it, it you know, it, it gives me that power. And that's like, how do I talk to these? Because I don't know, you know, yeah, and I yeah, just yeah. like take a breath and right. speak from the heart and you just, you know, but it again, it, it, it's every day with him, which right. is crazy. Cause again, for me, I'm like, dude, there's not a day that goes by that I don't think about him or I don't hear him or, you know, see an impact. And that's the thing for me, seeing skateboarders that are dressing like him. And I'm like fucking stoked. Yeah. And and again, like I hear randomness of people talking shit on certain things, but I'm like, man, we all want to look like a soy. We all want to look like Nottis. We all dress like Lance Mountain. So again, in these, these things, I'm like, I'm stoked to go down the street and see the impact that he has. And again, see sure. guys styles. And again, people totally. trying to mimic what he's doing. Cause again, like that's what you do with the greats, you yeah, know, and, and for sure. But again, you know, I love that you help people and answer DMS or yeah. write people or, I mean, there is something very powerful about helping somebody. Oh yeah. You yeah. Know? And it feels, it's like, again, it, it's, it, it's been my biggest purpose. Mm-hmm. And again, it's been the raddest thing. Cause again, it's like, and the kind of go back where, where I was, sitting there and 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 again going through like why is all this shit happening to me why right. is all this shit happening to me i'm a good guy i don't understand like should i be fucked like that and for some reason i started watching youtube clips of the dalai lama and i just started watching them all the time all the time i'd be at dinner watching and then he said basically at one point he goes pain and suffering cause human compassion mm. and that kind of just hit me and was like holy shit i had to go through all this to realize and be able to sit there and go, I can relate to every single one of you people, yeah. you know? And again, I can get the power to go, all the shit that happened to me made me stronger and it made me a better person and it made me more aware. Cause before I was just, I was into my own life. I was into wearing the hood and kind of hiding out. And like, if you weren't in my little circle, it was like, you weren't really there. I think we all live yeah. like that sense yeah. or, but, to a certain degree. But, and that was the thing for me is like, I, I had to realize that I have to love everybody, yeah. you know? And I mean, that's why I've loved more, love more, like PMA, like all this stuff. It's a constant thing for me. But, but that was the point of like, you know, shit if, if everyone loved more and everyone looked out for each other and everyone fucking lent a hand and you know that's why again i'll do things with on my instagram talk about suicide and again like i struggle and it's like alcohol being an alcoholic when it's in you it's in you so yeah, again yeah. i i was suicidal but thank god for for ann and she saved me because i saw what it did to my family and her family and our friends and i was just like fuck no matter what how fucked my life is. I, I can't cause that pain to the people that I love. Sure. And so that's what saved me. And again, like I, I still struggle. And then once this pandemic hit, I started hearing from friends that their kids were going through this or because mm. of social media oh, and all yeah. this stuff. And so again, I'm like, fuck, I, I'll say something. And I've made a post like probably like eight months ago talking about it. And then all of a sudden again, pouring in of DMs, yeah. pouring in of people. Yeah. And then again, just, a few nights or a week ago or something like that again i had a a good friend of mine that lives in bali and she's married and her husband's a skater and he's super rad and but he's just the uplift guy and she she has the darkness in her and she's just like struggling she's like he doesn't understand i'm like yeah because people that don't have it they don't understand 
You know, because again, it's like, huh? Why would you want to do it? It's hard to. It's yeah. so it's hard, hard to, to fathom. Something. But when you're in that state of how bad you can make yourself feel or yeah. how worthless you can make yourself feel. So again, just the other night, I was just like, I, you know, I had a shitty day. And again, those are the things that pop up. But luckily, because of therapy and everything that I learned, I learned how to deal with the signs that are coming on and again, mm -hmm. to not bury myself. But again, when she told me, you know, I feel so alone and I feel, and I was just like, fuck it, I'm going to make another video. And I just did another one. And, and again, the amount of people that reach out to me, and again, like two days ago, another kid, like I'm going through the same thing and I saw your thing and about talking about therapists. I'm like, yep, this is how you got to do it. It's like a girlfriend and you got to go through it and you got it, it takes time. And, but it's got to start with you. Like for me, I was at that point where I was like, Cause it was like after Ann died, after Mike died and I was at world and I was just like, I fucking hate my life. And I just was a quick. And then it was like, I want to die. And like, it was like, I wish I could die. And I'm like, okay, this is no way to live. Right. So I'm like, I, what else do I have to do? Like, yeah. uh, fuck it. I'm going to start trying to go to therapy. And then again, it was like, this guy sucks. This guy's judging me. That guy's whack like that. And then finally I found the lady and boom, hit it. And oh. she saved. How? How do you go about finding like the right therapist? Well, I don't know. Like yeah. that's like seems like a tough thing. It, I, I don't it, know anything about it. It and, is, yeah. and and again for me, it it was like, and I I put it a lot to like finding a girlfriend or a boyfriend. You got to go on dates, oh, yeah. and so again, I I would go and and I had medical insurance, and so with your medical insurance, you have like. I think they give you like two weeks or something with therapy, mm -hmm. which again, the medicals, fuck. They don't yeah. give you the support that you need. So with that, I was going through the realms. And again, a lot of the people that I would sit across the table were people that had no fucking care or right. like, you know, you're a drug addict or you're this. And I'm just like, nope, nope, nope. But it's also was the process of like I was doing something. Mm -hmm. And then again, it was like I went through a few different people and then finally I luckily went and went to this lady and she randomly was like a, a substitute because the lady that was oh, supposed wow. to be there was pregnant yeah. and I hit it off with this lady. And then, you know, I had the two weeks of what it was. And then I was like, you're, you're my lady. Yeah. And, wow. and, and again, it was, it was admitting, and that was like the crazy thing, but it was like admitting and going back. And then that was like the thing of like her coming and, and, and again, I think having the complex mind as an artist and as a skater and all this, She's like, did you set goals? And I'm like, yeah. And then she's all, do you remember what your goals were? And I'm like, yeah. And then she's like, well, did you make them? And I was like, and I look back and I never looked back before. And I fucking made every goal that I ever set. There you go. And so again, for me, I was the guy that, that, cause what happened when I was a kid, my mom and my dad and my brother are all book smart. They're all book smart, college, like, and I was the only artist and I wasn't that way. And I had ADD and I had attention problems. And so at a, as a small kid, I was at school and I was wild. And they basically were like, oh, your son's retarded. And you hear this, I was in third grade. You hear this and you're like, what? And so they're like, you, you got to put them in testing and like all this stuff. And it was like, you know, and I'm hearing this as a kid and that's when I first First thoughts in my head of like, I want to kill myself. Third grade. Wow. Oh my gosh. And so again, I my parents took me to the go see these people and I did all the testing. At the time I was in third grade and they're like, uh, your son could be at a sixth grade level. Mm. So my parents were like, fuck that school. Right? Like, we're gonna put you in this school. Yeah. But again, it it I didn't have the art outlets. 
I should have been put in music class right. or I should have been in drawing or I should have, I, and, and that wasn't known. So again, I was still in that, and, and it wasn't until skateboarding where all of a sudden I'm with Nottis or I'm with these, and I'm like wanting to draw, wanting to shoot sure. photos. And oh, yeah. then, then again, like I'm in a private school and I have a photo in Thrasher magazine, but they won't let me in photography. <laughs> Because they're like, oh, you, you're, he's wild and no, can't be it. You know, and crazy? so all these things. And again, from my school and they just, just this shit. And then for me, I just put all this stuff in my own head. Yeah. I built myself. And I, again, my parents are like, I can't do it. I'm like, it had nothing to do with you. It was all me. But that was the thing of like being that powerful mind and being a kid and again, feeling like I wasn't good enough or I wasn't this or I wasn't that. Or my brother was like super good looking dude and Every girl I'd ever liked, they'd want to be with him. And I'm like, oh, this sucks. <laughs> and so I just, I built all this crap and I put all this pressure on me and myself. And then again, like I was a cutter and, and that's where it was like, people didn't understand that. But I'm like, the pain I'm feeling inside of my heart and inside my head to cut myself and feel that, it gets my head off it. And it gives me that, that, that comfort. Right. Where, but again, it was like going to this lady and her, having me and it was like the most basic stuff like oh shit if i only flipped that over i would have saw it yeah but i it was so complex in my own head and i literally had to unlearn all the shit that i put in right and yeah. i caused myself to do and so again i had to go through all those things and realize fuck you are this and you are that and then that was the big thing for me was because i'm still that way and i think a lot of skaters have that same thing where it's like everything i did i never thought it was good enough right i suck i suck that's where too i stopped surfing i'm like why'd you stop surfing really why'd you stop skating well like because i was comparing myself and i'm like i suck i'm not going to be pro i'm not going to have that i don't want to do this i don't want for sure and, and i put all that on and then kind of going through all that and then realizing holy shit like i fucking did all this and then again like i made every goal that i ever fucking tried to do and, and again, then, so then the therapist was like, okay, you surround yourself with these people. Do you trust them? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, do you think they're good? I'm like, yeah. Well, what do they say about you? And again, Dylan was one of my big pillars. And I'm like, okay, if Dylan thinks my art's cool, then it must be cool. <laughs> you know, and that's where, again, he starts, I started doing all the grip tape. So all the grip tape that Dylan was writing was my art. Yeah. And so again, I started doing that. And then. It was like, okay, don't you judge yourself, but if all these people around you are thinking that, then it's okay. Sure. And so that was kind of like the gauges of like, holy shit, like, okay. And again, still this day, I'm like, oh, this sucks. I hate this. And then, you know, wow, this is so insane. And I'm like, all right, well, then I guess it's okay. But I can, I can accept it and leave it because, again, I'm, that's also what drives me is to keep going. And again, I'm like, I taught myself photography. Or I taught myself shoe design. I taught myself clothing design. I, I learned how to start sewing, you know, or even now it's like during the pandemic, I'm like, oh, what could I do? Like I've done block prints and I've done all this shit. And like, how is Ruka going to want me as an artist there and sponsor me if I'm not coming up with these creative? I so during the pandemic, I started sewing patches and I started doing these hand done patches, but it would be like these patches would take me like three days, four days. And I'm like, Okay, this thing took four days. How am I gonna? And then you am I know, gonna make four thousand? Yeah. How, how, again, and or or how am I gonna put a value on that? Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. So so then all of a sudden, you know, Hirosh from Japan Amazing. becomes a good friend, and I meet one of his friends that does some sewing, and then he's like, "You should start chain stitching." 
you should start get a chain stitch. And I'm like, what the fuck's a chain stitch? Mm. You know, and all of a sudden I started looking into it. And during the pandemic, I'm doing the patches. And then that's kind of like my Ruka line right now. And, and what, what came out cool with it was, so I ended up making all these handmade patches. And then I took the handmade patches and sent them to China. Rather than sending them an art file, oh, I sent them the physical actual patch. Okay. Then they took the patch and they made the stuff that's on my clothing that's on the line now, and they reproduced it, but it gave it a completely different look than what you would have done if you gave them a patch through a, a graphic design. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So then that kind of spawned, and that was like a, all of a sudden, because the pandemic, they were cutting riders and all this stuff, and mm -hmm. then I luckily, because of putting my head down and going, I'm just going to try and figure this out. It hit and then it worked. And then all of a sudden, so I'm like, okay, but then I'm like, how do I speed this up? So then again, then it came into start chain stitching. So then I go look into it. I buy a machine. And at the time, you know, I, I, I've been with stance from the very beginning, which is a, another rad gift, but they had to cut and everyone's making cuts. So again, mm -hmm. during the pandemic, I went from being able to live. All right. To all of a sudden, like now I'm making nothing. Holy shit. What do I do? So I decide I'm gonna go buy a chain stitch machine, which they're like three or four grand. I wow. get this machine, okay. I get home, and I, I can't even work it. I have no idea, and I'm like, and then I just start Better crying start. like, ah, what did I do? Better I jump on YouTube yeah. right? and find out how to do it. Well, that, that, it. That's exactly it. I start going on YouTube, and I start trying to look and seeing what they're doing, and yeah. then again, I realize that the threading was wrong, and then so then I start to, to figure the machine out and I'm like doing it and I'm like, this stuff all looks crazy because the crazy part of it is the machine is, is, is like a normal sewing machine, but mm -hmm. underneath you have a handle and the handle spins like a clock and that's what spins the needle 360. And then the top hand is a guide, but your foot is on basically the gas. Okay. So you're drawing and doing like this. So I, it's like, like, like an ectosketch. So when you're turning the wheel, it's, Turning, what's it? What's it? It's turning the direction of whichever way the needle's going to go. Your thread line's going to okay, go. Okay, so if you want to go left, you turn yep. left, yep. and then now we're going yep. this way, yep. and now yep. you're maneuvering the yep. patch. Yeah, maneuvering the patch as your guide and your foot. And so again, I'm like trying Jesus. to figure all this stuff out, right? I mean, so, I could barely like yep. pat my stomach and yep. rub my head. <laughs> and again, know? it's one of those things. And and again, I'm going through this, and I'm like, fuck, fuck, you know, and and trying to figure it out, and then. Again, going back to skateboarding, which saved my life so many fucking times. I start looking on Instagram and I start seeing chain stitchers, you know, and there's this whole group of guys in, in LA and they're all like, you know, Latinos. And it's like, you see their style and all this stuff. And then all of a sudden I see these two guys, Just Chill Bill and another guy, Dirty Needle. And <laughs> I look on their things and they're skaters Amazing. And, and they follow me. Oh, wow. Oh, there is. So I'm like, wait a minute, like, Okay, so then I reach out to these guys, and then they're like, "Yeah, Pablo, Mark, we know." And and the the camaraderie because of skateboarding yes. breaks all those walls down. And like, hey, this is like boom, and all of a sudden I start getting some tips. And then one of the guys, uh, Bill, ends up selling me one of his machines, and boom, and then it's like, all of a sudden I'm in, and I have I have the help of two of the best guys that were again my favorite, and again. The the dirty needle. He he used to ride for for uh, God. I can't even remember. But he rode for a company, uh, um, and he was super close with uh, God. He was he was one of the um, and I'm blanking. But he was always with Ed. Um, 
Oh, Templeton? Ethan, 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 Ethan Fowler. Fowler? Ethan Fowler. Okay. He rode with Ethan Fowler. Oh, Grew up with Ethan Fowler, and still, there's still skates. And then Bill, I look, and Bill did, Bill did like a board with with uh, with Baker, and like just just crazy. But again, that that thing, and then again, that love of like the respect from skateboarders, yeah, yeah. and that thing of like, yeah, here, here's the thing, like, and the guidance, and then again, like, anytime, like, I, I just did this patch, and I posted yeah. it up, and and Bill's like killing it and again i'm like thank you like you're, you're my hero <laughs> right. in that world and right. for you to acknowledge that that's all i care about and mm. and and again it's like the th whole thing with skaters and 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 again and how that works and and again the talent that we have and that that we possess and again the the camaraderie of being like yo dude here like I'm gonna help you with this. Where sure. other people are like, fuck you, I'm not gonna show you my secrets. It's like how to mix the paint or whatever. Yeah. But but again, even to come back to yeah. photography and, and a lot of those first photos of during this time, Kevin Thatcher let me sit on his shoulder and shoot right behind him and, and kind of tutored me. Bryce yeah. Knights was a huge help and a huge tutor where it's like, yo, you're scared, here, yeah. here. Where, where, mm -hmm. where again, I didn't have the college. I didn't have the schooling. I didn't have this stuff. I I had the guys that I skated with and they respected. And they, again, they 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 pushed me into these fields. Totally. And you, know, you had the yeah. curiosity, and you had yeah. these people that were yeah. like really like yeah. the boss that what they were doing. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So. And even Hirosh, who again was like, you know, oh, this is this is do this, get this, because yeah, yeah. he knew. And and again, it was just like you know. Amazing. respect yes. you know respect Definitely. can you make us some nine club yep, ones yep yep right. <laughs> sure. we're gonna need Got four thousand yep. of them by well, the now, end of the week. now and that's the thing now i've i i'm i've been doing it for a little over a year probably two years now yeah. and i can i'm i'm fast i can okay. do it now and it's like yeah, it's you know so it's, we could expect them yep, at the end yep, of the week yep, yeah. <laughs> end of the week done well how long does it like making something, something like that, that yeah. how like, long does that i mean this is yeah that one only that one took probably like three hours Okay. That's it. Damn. Yeah, because again, I, I sit down and, and, and I crank, and then I have two machines. So it's like one I'll have set up as my line, and one I'll do as my fill. And then there's also, there's like, like if, if you look on here, there's the, the, and for me, I was always into gang jackets, and again, oh. like, like the Warriors, and again, really into like motorcycle yeah. culture okay. and all that stuff. So, and then also the it's collegiate. So again, like all the Letterman jackets and stuff. So chenille is when it's it's furry, and then the other one is a, is is basically is a normal the chain stitch. Oh. So I have two machines, one set up for chenille, one set up for for the outline, and then I work between it. But then that's also the thing before where I was just freehanding it. And then all of a sudden I was like drawing on a material, but then I started getting more and looking and it's like, it was, it's like a tattoo where you guys, they'll make a flash. So you make the flash on paper mm -hmm. and then you put the paper down and you do the outline and then you rip the paper off and then you do the fills. Mm. So again, learning of like, oh, I can. Does it leave it on there? No, no, it rips right out. So, so again, it's like, I just take a, I, I'll draw my stuff on my iPad or uh -huh. I'll draw my stuff in the computer and then I'll print it out on a, just a straight up piece of paper. Okay. And then I'll put the piece of paper down and I'll normally I just do the outline. And oh. then you do the outline and then rip the paper. Oh, off. and then you rip it out. Mm -hmm. Oh, and yeah. then fill it. And then you fill it. You know, or you can go over the paper because it, it goes right like, over. Why, it. why don't we just draw what you want to do on the on a fabric and then go? Well, because it's also, you know, when you're doing it, it's it's like to draw and draw with a pen. Yeah. Or drawing at something, it's like, oh, I can't, you know, you want to fix it. Uh, you know, same thing with the tattoo. Uh, you guys draw the tattoo flash. They'll put that on you. Right. They'll 
make sure it's right, yeah. and then they draw it. Yeah. So it's the exact same as that. Mm -hmm. So that's also, too, the style of it is a lot like tattooing, where, again, you have guys that do it that have that different look, and it's, again, it's like a tattoo style. Mm -hmm. And then each guy's got his technique, and then you have mm -hmm. to learn on how to lay the thread, because that was my other point of, like, I was just, rah, 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 and then everything was just, like, on top of each other, where it's like, no, there's a system of, when you're doing it, you kind of do a circular motion, like an eight, and then that covers up, and then you, yeah. you go around it, but you have to be aware of the way your threads, and that's yeah. where, again, it, you have to put the time in, yeah. just yeah, like tattooing. Course. And then you do it, where for me, during the pandemic, I mean, I was doing it for like eight hours a day, just sitting on the machine like, yeah, That's you know? when you had some time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, look at that, it's a little fuzzy. A lot of yeah. details, yeah. Man, for sure. Yeah, I like that. Thank you for this, bro. We're gonna keep, <laughs> keep this no, right for here, sure, bro. for um, sure. How did the photography then turn into, you know, taking photos of all these like celebrities, you know, like Beckham, Lil Wayne, Katy Perry? Like how how do you how does one get gigs like that? Well, just so people or what? Yeah, well, for me, you know, uh, I started to do a lot of stuff with Quicksilver. And yeah, then that yeah. was kind of like where I started to do more lifestyle and fashion shit. Okay. At first I was doing all video stuff for them. So I was shooting video and doing like Super 8 videos and, and making these videos. And I was working with some really high-end photographers and, and I was watching them and I was watching their attitudes and how fucking pompous they were and how arrogant they were. And again, how they treated their assistants like fucking shit and they would make the models fucking cry. And it was just like... <laughs> You guys Jeez. are fucking lame. Sounds horrible. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it was it was really yeah. horrible. It was yeah. a, it was honestly it was like it was a a kind of a sh smack in the face in a sense. So I started to shoot more and then I kind of was transitioning from doing uh the videos and I started doing photo stuff. And then I started where there was actually a trip where I was with Quicksilver and they're like, "Hey, we want you to go to New York and do a photo shoot with Nathan Fletcher and Jason Dill." And at the time, I was fucking panicked because I knew Nathan and, and I knew of him. I met him again back in Hawaii through Christian because Christian Fletcher was skating. Nathan skated and they were friends with Hasoy. So I met him there and I was just kind of like, holy shit, how am I going to fucking do this? And then it was I had to have the clothes. I had to shoot them. I had to style it. I had to do everything. Okay. Right. And so I was panicking like holy shit, I'm going to New York to do this and I don't even know him, da, da, da. And I remember like I got on the plane and I was like, God, I hope Nathan doesn't come. I hope he doesn't show up. I hope he does. I was so scared. Yeah. And he shows up and we fucking hit it off. Like, again, it was just like uh, the raddest. He was the raddest and we both smoked weed. We both were into coffee. I mean, it was, it was amazing. So I got really lucky with that. And then at that time, Jason was in his New York thing. And he was like, he was into, you know, he wanted a fucking billboard. He wanted that yeah. kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So he was obviously, and he had, that's when he had his great hair. So I started and I went with them and we ran around New York and I shot some stuff and then we got back and then they get the photos. And next thing you know, I got the back cover of spin magazine Wow, from that shoot. And so then they're like, we won. And they just started pushing me. Quicksilver started pushing me more. And I started doing, more of their fashion stuff and more of that. And then there was a, a, a hurricane one, one time when we were in New York and they had a fashion show and this big hurricane hits. And then the hurricane hit 
And some of the surfers were there and they had their boards because they were surfing in Jersey. And so we're staying at the Soho Grand and there's like knee deep water out front. It was flooding and it was gnarly. And so I just got this idea like, hey, Strider, get your surfboard. Let's go in the middle of New York, the city. And I want to take a photo with you in the board, mm. in the water. Okay. Right. <laughs> So he's just like, yeah, for sure. And another guy, Chris Wan, who's a, a bodyboarder, gnarly guy, he's there and he comes out and I, you know, had them help me like with an umbrella and like we go out in the street and I shoot these photos and black and white photos of Strider in in this knee deep water holding the board with only trunks. And I mean, it was like, it was insane. <laughs> and then I remember like all the guys from the hotel, like the front desk or the Bellman guys, they're just like, dude, you, you need to fucking get a hepatitis shot, man. You need, and I'm like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? And they're like, that's shit water. And I'm like, what? And I look, and all of a sudden I look in the water and oh, literally there's shit. There's all oh. this stuff. So I'm like freaked out. So again, I go and I get a hepatitis shot. <laughs> and then I'll take that advice. Yeah, and, that advice. yeah I'm like, I'll take that. And then um, it ends up, that photo ends up getting in another magazine, the back cover of something. But who's who's submitting these to the magazines? The 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 Quicksilver people okay. are. But again, they're they're buying ads, but they're in oh, they were in they were in pretty oh, okay. big time magazines, yeah, yeah, big too. publications. Gotcha. So then then um you know I continued on shooting and then I was shooting all the stuff with analog and gravis. Mm. And, you know, again, had Dylan and, 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 you know, I had a really good looking team. So it was like a real easy thing. And then again, it was just shooting the way we shoot. So then at the time I got approached by a, an agency called Happy Lucky that was in Portland and they were doing a lot of Adidas stuff. And so they came to me and they're like, we need a skateboarder photographer. We, we like the way you guys shoot. And I'm like, huh? Like what? Okay. And so at first they were talking the Humphreys and me. Okay. And then there was some conflict with him because of Nike. So then they're like, oh, and so I'm like, hey, what about Ryan Allen? So, so Ryan Allen and I started and we started shooting this stuff. And, and there was a, a division called Neo that was a division of Adidas. And it was basically like music and singers and all this stuff, but it was like, you know, like it was the brother of um, uh, Miley Cyrus. It was like kind of like, like not known people, but they were known somehow. So then we ended up shooting that and then they liked what we did. Mm. And then so they just started to use us more. And, and then, you know, they're telling me, you're, you're, you know, we only use people for two years and that's it. And you're going to get maxed and whatever. Ooh. But they, 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 they liked what we did. So then all of a sudden, uh, they said, we want you to do a David Beckham shoot. Right. And so it was him at the soccer field and they, you know, like all this stuff. So it was just like, holy shit, David Beckham. And I'm, you know, I'm stoked because I knew who he was, but I was more stoked because it's like, you work the least amount of time like two hours and you get paid the most yeah. money you're ever made in your life. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Sounds great. But so, so again, we, we, I go and that, that one was just me and I go and, and, and at the time they were doing this, this, uh, it was like a, the biggest spot that they ever did. And they hired this crazy director that did, um, like justice league commercial, the videos, oh, wow. you know, okay. the, the kids that were, they're smashing the French kids and they're smashing all the running down the street in leather jackets. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so this director was badass, but he was like going through a whole, he actually also did that, the, uh, the bad girl video for, um, uh, the God, what's her name? What's that? Bad girls, bad. And it was the cars, 
and they're driving in the cars and the cars are like going on the sides it was filmed in like the middle east or something i don't know i'm not sure um my not my uh anyway so so they they're doing this commercial they they have the thing where they needed beckham so i went and i shot beckham and then they had me do like there was a couple bands that they did a couple gymnasts and then so then i did that and then from that point they were they were stoked on what i did and then I kind of got in with, with David Beckham ended up liking me. Mm-hmm. So then I did another shoot with David Beckham. And then then I started doing it and I did the Katy Perry shoot. And then it just kind of started to kind of the snowball wow. because wow. it's also like what I found out in LA when you start shooting celebrities, then you're kind of in as a celebrity photographer. Okay. So then they know that you're not going to kook out or fan out yeah. and do these things. So then it just kind of kind of started rolling and then, you know, then because of Supra and, and Miguel and all that stuff with, with lit, they said, oh, let's have you do Little Wayne. And then I did Little Wayne. And then I had done a, a Snoop shoot with Adidas. And then I did like, they did another Snoop shoot. I did another one with him. And then they asked me to do the Gons and Snoop shoot. And then, so yeah, it just kind of, <laughs> it all started to roll, you know. And, Let me and, ask you a question. When you're saying like, oh, we did a Katy Perry shoot. We did a uh, Snoop shoot. Yep. We did a Lil Wayne shoot. What goes into that? Are you just showing up at a studio with a white backdrop, uh, a seamless thing, or are you setting up some type of like, oh, we're gonna do Lil Wayne over here, and we're gonna like, well, what, 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 what goes on? Yeah, so, so they vary. So like the 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 first time I shot Beckham, he was on a soccer field. Okay, and then when I shot Katy Perry. She was in this really crazy building downtown LA. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, her dancers are there and they're doing choreography. So like that was like, and again, I have I'd have a lighting guys and I had like a team with me that would do all that where all I did was shoot. I had but a who's digital thinking tech about guy. all this stuff. Who's they like, have, oh, I'm gonna, we're gonna shoot agencies, them on the field. The agency. There's already treatment yeah. for this. They're yeah. setting yeah. up yeah. the shots. So I'm they set up where they want, and then you go in and you have meetings. So okay. it's like a couple creative meetings that you have to go mm. to and you sit there and they're like, This is what we're thinking, and then what would you do? here and then it's kind of like we get to the set and then they're always like you do your thing gotcha so so again it was like you know uh with katie perry it was her dancing mm-hmm. <laughs> i did some uh justin bieber shoot was was fucking hilarious because it was right when he started smoking weed okay <laughs> and so he comes on and he's just like vibing me you know and i'm just like i walk in and they're like, okay, we want you to come and meet him, you know? And I'm like, all right, whatever. So I walk in the room and he's literally in the mirror, looking at himself in the mirror. And then uh, I'm like, they're like, hey, this is Mark Oblo. He's the photographer and da-da. And he's just looking in the mirror. And then he turns to me and he goes, just don't tell me what to fucking do. And I was like, <laughs> cool. And I just turned around and walked out. <laughs> okay. Right? And I was like, fuck that. Like I walked out. <laughs> and then I'm sitting there and, you know, whatever. And then so we start doing the first shoot. And we're doing the first shot, and this was in a studio. Okay. So we're doing the shoot, doing the shoot, and then you know he goes by the, the he goes by the monitor, and he's looking at the photos, and he just goes, "You're a natural," and I'm like thinking, "Little kid, man, <laughs> what the fuck are you?" <laughs> and then and then he goes downstairs, and he had this crazy tricked out van, okay. and he goes downstairs, and he smokes weed, uh-huh. and then he comes up, and he's stoned as fuck, and then they're like trying to do the video, right, and then he can't speak because he's stoned <laughs> and then he gets super pissed and throws the fucking shoe and i mean it was just like whoa man what's going yeah. on but but again for me just i i and that's like the whole thing with me with the celebrity shots was i i don't care and again i grew up with kelly slater and 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 shane haran and i grew up with Nottis and i grew up with gons and that tony hawk and lance so for me 
none of these people, I didn't care about any of them. Yeah. And so again, they feel that and they sense that. And, and so again, they kind of have a different respect because again, you go on set and people are fucking sucking dick. It's yeah. so like, and again, you realize how these people get these these heads yeah. right. because people are just throwing everything at them and just, yeah. oh, da, da, da. And it's like, okay, like, you, you don't like me? Fuck you. I don't give a shit. Totally. But again, then, oh, he didn't react. Respect, you yeah. know? And then it was fucking easy. And then all of a sudden we start talking about stance socks because he had stance on and I did. And the lady's like, oh, you know, the producer's like, Mark's on stance. And he's like, what? I'm all, yeah, I've been with them from the beginning. I knew Ryan Kingman, who was one of the founders, and they put me on. I'm an artist. They call mm -hmm. it punks and poets. And so, again, I was one of the and then And then that dialogue comes, and yeah, then that thing, yeah. and that connection well, comes. And it's like, right. oh, you designed saw. Like, right. yeah, you know, blah, blah, blah. And mm -hmm. so it, 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 it's, again, you know, for me, everything I have in my life is from skating. Mm -hmm. And all my confidence, all my friends, everything I've learned, all my powers. And, again, like, I, 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 I I'm, I don't care. I'm, I grew up in the skate world when we grew up. And again, I look, it's, it's a lot different now where a lot of the skaters are into sports and they're into like basketball or in, where when it was my generation in the eighties, they weren't, we weren't looking at anything else but skating. And again, even then surfing and skating didn't even combine. It right. was a fuck you, you're a surfer, fuck you, you're a skater. And, and it only became later once you know in the 90s that mm -hmm. stuff started going because then people were starting to do both yeah and again mm -hmm. it, it actually enhanced both sports and made them better because like dylan reader his father was a surfer he started surfing he had that boom he looks good on a skateboard right you mm -hmm. know or vice versa you have john john florence and the brothers they're all skating with nathan fletcher boom they do airs they have that boom now you have that power sure so again it, it it it's changed a lot but again for me in in that whole world where again it's like you know yeah of course when i shot snoop of course i'm stoked it's snoop dog you know for that's sure. like respect out of respect but even with snoop he was on point he's cool he gets it he's like and you're like dude you are a fucking pro did same he, thing did he go get stoned oh yeah this is the rad snoop story so snoop's yeah. snoop's on set and he's smoking a joint and he's smoking the joint and then all of a sudden he's like someone someone take this and he's holding it out and i'm shooting he's all yo someone take this and i'm like I grab the joint. Yeah. Take some hits, right? Because <laughs> right. I'm like, fuck, no one's taking this. So yeah. then I hand it to my assistant, Taylor. Yeah. He takes some hits. And then I'm all, Taylor, save that joint. Yeah, yeah, Right? Because yeah. I'm like, I want to save that joint. Yeah. I still yeah. have right, that. Right, right. I still, still to this that. day have that. <laughs> so so then, then, you know, then he sees like, oh, okay, cool. This dude smokes weed, right? So then the second time <laughs> I shot with him, or I think it was like the third time, is when I did the gaunt shoot. And him and Gons fully knew each other. They they had a good morale. They were like fucking, they were like so rad together. And so he does it again. Yo, someone take this. And so again, I take the joint, right? And then there was a guy that was working at, at, with the, the, the art department from the creative side. And he was like, you're going to get in trouble. You shouldn't do this and da, da, da. And then all of a sudden, one of Snoop guys is like, yo, what the fuck are you saying? And he's all, he shouldn't be smoking, you know, he's done it. And he goes, yo, man, you better not let Snoop hear you say that. And he goes, what do you mean? He goes, yeah, that happened before. And Snoop kicked off all the people that said no. 
<laughs> so it was just like, yeah, you know. Right. And, and, <laughs> that was the homie that came. Yeah, in <laughs> and, and so again, I was just like respect, but yeah. but yeah, yeah, I mean, and again, I still have those too. Right? It's like yeah, every we, time yeah, I'm like dude. saving all that stuff. Like, yeah. oh my god. We, when Little Wayne was here, we still have his blunt, yeah. blunt little yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so that covers somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he was nonstop. Yeah. yeah, he 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 definitely was yeah. another one that that loved it, loved but, his weed. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. red. I mean, you know. With the celebrity thing, I mean, listen, I mean, you know, Justin Bieber saying, you know, don't tell me what to do, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I mean, imagine being them. Oh, yeah. And having well, just another photographer coming yeah. in yeah. to tell them blah, blah, of blah, course. blah, make of them course. pose in some stupid yeah. fucking yeah. pose. And, and telling them stupid shit. But yeah. again, not the degree yet. Yeah. No, no, no. I <laughs> went right yeah. Yeah. No, right? But again, I think that's the whole difference of, again, and being a skater. Yeah. And we have a different thing where, yeah. again, I'm not asking the same shit that he. And again, that's what these guys are. Same thing of why David ended up liking me. And, and you know, a lot of that other Back stuff home, happened yeah. because yeah. people, people, they see that and they know that. And again, we have a different confidence. Oh, we sure. have a different look and we, we do different stuff where mm -hmm. it's not like, yeah, jump, you know, jump. Like, and you right. see these things and it's just like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah, but right. again, Half the time, you, you, you people get so fanned out, yeah, you know, and they truly do. And again, these celebrities have, I mean, David's flying in on a private jet. He's getting, you know, and again, the pampers, like, mm -hmm. it's it's insane. These guys are making shitloads of money. They're going from one thing to the next to the next to the next. So it's just like when you go to a demo and you're like, someone's trying to ask you to do it. And it's like, right. dude, don't tell me what to fucking do. Yeah. It's how many same, times I've you know, asked, like, been asked for my hat. Yeah. How many right. times, you know, Kareem, don't fucking tell me what to do. You know what I mean? Like, sure, it's, sure. It, it's that same mindset. But again, it's. It's on a different it's, level, though. Yeah. yeah it's, taking, it's taking that. And again, like, I, again, being from where I am and being from Hawaii. And it's like, man, you have an attitude. You're getting your ass kicked. Mm, yeah. And again, like even from being in that world of skating and being that world of surfing, it's like people are for the most part are pretty fucking humble. Sure. When guys are arrogant, they get their fucking arrogant oh, asses slapped. Sure. You sure. know what I mean? Sure. So it's no, like no. that that <laughs> mindset. But again, it's it's a really, it was a really key tool for me with, mm -hmm. with shooting that and doing that. And then, you know, the career goes on. I ended up getting an agent in New York and that, kind of just crushed me and crushed what I was doing because again then all of a sudden where before I was representing everything myself I okay. got all that work by myself uh. I did all that work and then all of a sudden I have an agent and they're fucking doing this and that and telling that and and it just to the point where I was like okay I'm done that's it I don't need to do this anymore huh. because it that's where I got the jump thing where it's like tell them to jump jump and it was like it seemed like every photo should I do they would ask the person like tell them to jump tell me uh. and it's just like okay I can't I, why do you have me then? Right, like, I don't right. want to do this. And, and, you know, and that was the thing. I was just like, tell I, I tell him to jump. To me, it's like, I don't know. Like, right? these are the people, goofball things that they want. Yeah, because they don't, they don't know any better. Right. You know, yeah. and again, like. Oh, it, him jumping in the action yeah, is going to be great. Yeah, it'll be so cool. And it's just like, he don't want to fucking jump, no, you know? No. Like. Come on, Beckham, just jump. just like yeah. little Wayne, <laughs> little Wayne, yeah. Is, yeah. They 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 wanted him to sit in this weird chair, and he's like, I don't want to. And again, I see the chair at first. I'm like, what the hell is that? And he's like, Why do I have this chair? And he's like, There's no strippers here. Where's the strippers? Like this, I got this chair, no strippers. Like fuck this. And again, I'm like, Yeah, like what are you doing? You <laughs> yeah, know, like yeah, yeah. he wanted to be at the park. So like we we were shooting at Supra, and then he's hearing all the skaters, and he's like fuck it, I'm going to the park later. And he just walked off the set, goes to the park and starts skating. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, guys, what do you want me to do now? 
you know and it's right, just yeah. like i'm not telling little wayne to come back in here yeah. you know and jump. again he wanted to skate <laughs> no wayne can you come back in here and jump yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> trying like, to yeah. Quick, quick, quick. trying to get can this you can out. you sit oh. on this chair you know and it uh, i mean no. i could i could yeah. see no. how oof, yeah. just that's disgusting yeah and yeah. and you know but it for me, it was a, a really cool thing. And again, like having goals, mm -hmm. you know, and it was one of those goals of like, I want to get in this and I want to do this. Mm. And I did it. But that was the whole point of like, okay, I went there. I did it. I was successful at it. I made good money. I shot the top of the top of all that. But it wasn't me. Right. And, and again, it was like I was doing things for money only. Mm. And that was another thing of like my therapy and going through that for me was – well, if I make this much money, then I'm okay. Mm -hmm. If I make this much money, I'm successful. If I make this much money, then I can- But there's no finish line to well, that. Well, but yeah. it, there's none. And then also it was like, okay, I have a studio. I have five motorcycles. I have a fucking hot rod. I have a fucking car. I had all this fucking shit. Mm. And, and it was like, it wasn't until Dylan got sick and being with him- and spending time and again, like saying, I'm not going to work and fuck all the shit. And then again, you, you start feeling the pressure of when right. you have all this shit and then you start losing it. But again, it's like, I, I'm not going to leave with any of this shit. And yeah. this mm -hmm. doesn't make me who I am. Mm -hmm. And this doesn't make me stoked. So it was just like, I'm done, you right. know? And it, again, I walked away and then that was the same thing with Analog and Gravis where I was like, I'm not going to lead my guys into this world and have them do this shit for some fucking president to switch and can the deal. Mm. So again, I'm not going to take a corporate job. And and I mean, I walked away from huge money, mm -hmm. but I was like, I, I'm not stoked. Right. And then luckily, because of Brophy and, and Ruka, I've known Pat Tenori, the, the owner of Ruka for 20, 30 years. Okay. I connected with Brophy and Brophy's just like said something about Ruka and he's like, oh, would you want to ride for Ruka and be an artist for Ruka? And I'm like, what? Yeah, I'd love it. Sorry. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I love it. I'd love it. And again, it was like taking the paycheck and going way the fuck down, but having that freedom and having that ability where it's like, I don't have to do anything if I don't want to. Right. You know, being it's just like being, yourself, yeah, it's yeah. being a sponsored skater. And it's mm -hmm. like that whole thing of like, I don't have to go to work. I don't have to do anything. I'm at home and I'm luckily that I have Stan supporting me that way. And I have Ruka supporting me that way. And again, for me, enough is enough. I have enough to pay my, my mortgage and I'm cool. Mm. I, I, again, and it was like downsize, 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 but that power of, again, being able to be with Dylan that whole time, Dude, best decision I ever made in my life sure. to walk away from trips and working to be able to be with him. And again, that's the point. Like I spent all that time with him and we had the magical, magical time. And, and again, he stopped me from drinking and he stopped me from smoking and he stopped all this stuff, which again was able to make me realize the importance. And again, of like, I'd rather help people. Mm. I'd rather be able to like help a kid that's struggling or someone that lost someone and do all these things. And, and again, just make it to make by then to make all this money and live this life of like, oh, I'm a you know celebrity photographer mm. and I have you know all this shit where it's like, you don't leave with any of it. And then I lost another friend, uh, a guy named Kenny, who was a skateboarder in Hawaii. And it was randomly enough, it was at the same hospital that Dylan was at oh, and wow. he had cancer. And I remember being with Kenny and all of the guys from Hawaii were in there. And a lot of guys from APB and, I, you know, mm -hmm. we're all in here and we're all surrounded Kenny. And his grandma's there, his mom's there. And, and you know, all, all the crew, the original guys, Renee Matheson, you know, mm -hmm. we're, we're all in there. And 
I remember him going from consciousness to unconsciousness, from, from being with us all. And he would hear us and we'd talk, and then it went from him being able to talk back to then it just being grunts to then to nothing, right? Oh. But we were all around him. And I remember, all, you know, Hawaii style, we all were holding hands, and we're in a circle around him. And he passed. And I remember that was the first time that I experienced death in being in that situation. And then I went, this guy died the richest man I know because he was circled by love. And again, the only thing that you leave with is the love that you have. And that's why, again, for me, the most important thing that you have is time with your loved ones and your friends. That's the most important, the most valuable thing that we have. So that also prepared me when it was Dylan. Mm. And again, it was that same thing where he was surrounded by love and he was surrounded by that. And that's how he left. Right. And again, you know, my fiance, and that wasn't the sense. Mike, that wasn't the sense. Like there's a lot of death when people are alone and tragic things happen or, you know, again, looking at the COVID when families are ripped apart and they weren't able to be there around these people. Mm -hmm. But when you have that and you see that and you go, whoa, okay, like this is the reason, this right. is what you have. And again, all this other shit is, is, is nothing. So if you're slaving your life to have this shit, and you don't have the love and you don't have the respect and you don't have, like, What's wh a, what good is yeah, it, right, you know? Right, what good right. is it? So, you know, again, learning from the, the, the crazy things that have happened to me in my life, but yeah. also looking at, because again, every negative has a positive, you know, where again, and, and we're just used to a negative thing happening and focusing on the negative work. For me, when something negative happens, I'm like, where's the positive? It's here. What is it? Right. What is it? And right. I look for it. And and again, I find it rather than than just carrying on all this bullshit. And again, we 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 all are born, and when we're born, everyone celebrates life. And you birthdays, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But death is unknown. So when people die, everyone takes it as this this pain or this agony or this sadness. It's this fear and so on. But it's like we all die. Yeah. It's exactly like birth. So if we had a different outlook on death then it would be different. Yeah. And, and again, that's what I learned and I realized, and again, from, from not being on alcohol and not being on drugs, when Dylan passed, I was able to see the positives and I was able to feel these, these things. And that's like the crazy point is, I felt him in me as I do every day. And again, like I talk about him every day, I tell him shit, I'm like, yeah. and so again, like, I, yeah, I miss hugging him and I miss the conversations with him, but I'm also like, ah, oh, yeah, Dylan, I did this, I did that. Like, and I know that when it is my time and I go up, I'm gonna see him. Right. And so again, it's it's I know that time will come. And and again, it's it's just again, he's still here. He's still making an impact. Just like Mike T's still here and he's making an impact. And thank God for Anne, she's making an impact. And again, it's just that shifting of like, it's not so it again we're all going to have that experience sure, in life so yeah. again it doesn't have to be something that's so negative and again i learned from kenny mm. and that was the first thing where again kenny was this broke ass skater that had nothing but again that was the first sign of like holy shit he's the richest man i've ever right, seen you know yeah, yeah. And, wow. and again you know that's the same point of like trying to empower strangers and 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 again to actually truly caring about everyone that's around me rather than i had to learn how to love everyone Yes. You know, where I couldn't just choose who I was loving. Mm -hmm. You know, I had to learn to love everyone to realize 
that that's how it works and that's how that energy works. And again, like I'm, I'm so blessed as much as it's like, oh, I've lived this not, I'm so lucky. Again, I'm, I'm, I'm healthy and I have this amazing girlfriend and I have great friends that skateboarding's brought me and, and I've traveled the world and I've done all these amazing things. And again, it's like, it's still continuing to this day, you know, where again, like it's just taking down these things or these things that I all say I had to unlearn. And, and unlearn, and I got unlearned from Kenny Hughes, where he had it on his license plate, you know, and it was like unlearned, and it's like racism. Racism is something that you're learned, yeah. you know? You don't come out, and that's the thing. Like, a child is the most purest thing ever, and and again, when you're a child, you have this, this like, you, something's not right. You'll go, what's wrong? You mm -hmm. know, someone's got to physically, like, what what happened to you? Like, yeah. they have that interest in that, mm -hmm. that, that thing, and I remember... When I kind of started to realize that, and I remember I was in a bank, and this was before the, the phones were that way, and I remember standing in the line of the bank, and, and there's all these fucking people, and everyone's fucking grouchy, standing there all pissed off, and I remember this little kid standing there with his mom, and he's spinning in a circle, and he's like, <laughs> la, 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 you know, and he's fucking doing his shit, doing his shit, and then the mom like grabs his arm, and she's like, stop acting like a child, and I was like... <laughs> Holy shit. No, it's the fucking direct opposite. We're look at him. He's having a good time. We need to start acting like children. We need to start having that. And again, it's unlearn all this fucking bullshit that, mm -hmm. that we put into our heads or society tells you, you got to do this or you got to do that. Or like, no, 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 no. Like, mm -hmm. you don't have to do any of that. Like, look at Jason Lee. He's a fucking amazing actor. He didn't go to school. He didn't go to acting. Like, he did it himself. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and again, it's these things that we as skateboarders are able to pick up because that's who we are and that's what we do. But at that same point, it's like skateboarding is a childhood thing. It's a game. Like, it's something that we all picked up. And again, mm -hmm. here we are. And, yeah. and you got grazed now. I got grazed. And it's like, no doubt. fuck yeah, yeah. I'm still going to skate. <laughs> totally. But I, re I remember being embarrassed to carry my skateboard at airports because people were looking at me like, what the fuck's this grown man doing with a skateboard? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, is that your son's? And it's just like, oh, fuck yourself. This is mine, you know? But again, I had to throw all that out. Where, where yeah. it, and again, it was, it was something that was, was, was making me not stoked. And it's like, I have to wear the Rolex and I have to do it. And it's like, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 no. But that's man. what society exactly. is. Exactly. And again, it's unlearn, unlearn yeah, and, and, and yeah, be like a that. child. And, and, and yeah. again, like live your life. And, and again, like look at all these things. Or again, if someone's sick, think about that. Or again, like I always say, tell your friends you love them, man. Cause again, right. I was brought up this more, again, my dad never said he loved me. My dad was this New York super gnarly guy and, and you know, real men don't cry and all this shit. And, and it wasn't until Ann died that my dad cried. Mm -hmm. And Ann was the one like, tell your wife you love him, tell your sons you love him. And it made my dad that. And then come later in life, my dad's like, my dad never told me that. Mm -hmm. I didn't know any like, of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, and right. so all of a sudden, my dad's like the most loving teddy bear ruling us dude now. And it's like, thank God. Yeah. You know, and again, these are things where again, for me, it's tell your friends you love them and don't be like, don't be worried about this or again, like, because, you know, you might not have that chance. Totally. You know, and again, I just lost another friend, the Taylor from the Foo Fighters, mm. where I had met through other people and I just knew him as acquaintance. Artosari's wife was mm. dating him. And again, there's this weird circle with him. He was a really good friends with a lot of my surfer friends. Family on tour. He's not here. Wow. You know, and yeah. again, it's like, fuck, man, like 
life is so short it's so short so again like you have these things or us as men like we can't hug our friends and fucking fuck that hug your friends tell them you love them you know be be straight up and and be 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 fine with that. Like right. I cry like a motherfucker now. I'll watch a commercial and be like, ah, <laughs> you know, like, it, and, and again, it's fine because again, I, I held so much shit in, and that's something mm-hmm. in my therapy. I held all this shit inside of me and it created stomach issues and it created fucking ulcers and it created, cause I would hold all my yeah. feelings inside and even anger and all this shit. And then I burst and be this mm-hmm. madman where they'd be like, dark marks out, dark marks out. Dark, when yeah. dark Mark came out, it's like, get away from him. He's psycho. Where again, mm. I, I would just, just lose it and right. snap where it's like, I had to learn how to release all this mm. stuff to, to, to again, become the man I am where it's like, Man, it's trippy because, you know, I'm 50 and it's like I've just grown up in the last, you know, 10 years I, where it's yeah. like, holy shit, where the rest of the time was trying to figure it out or thinking this way or piling these shit ins and mm. building all this crap up or, again, thinking I needed to have this car or right, have that money. Right. And, and it's like, no, no, no. And then, again, it all goes back to full circle where it's like, I just need to be around skateboarders. Right. Yeah. And, again, at one point when Dylan was in a situation, I had – not been skating because that's who I skated with. And then I had ripped my shoulder from slamming so much and I have a really high pain tolerance. So I hit my shoulder, hit my shoulder, hit my shoulder so many times that I caused stuff that happened in my shoulder and then I didn't go get it fixed. And then it snapped my bicep. So my bicep snapped and dropped. So then I had to get my bicep reattached, my my shoulder. So I was in a sling for like six months and you i got couldn't a little popeye yeah a little popeye, little popeye ball right but i there. couldn't i couldn't i couldn't skate i couldn't do art i couldn't do anything wow. all i could do is sit in this sling right because of the way it was and mm. i was just like i started to lose my mind yeah, man. but then all of a sudden malachi's kid from hawaii evan mock from hawaii they were coming to town and then all of a sudden i started to go to the skate parks with them just like, ah, oh, fuck, I'll just go watch. Right. And then all of a sudden, I'm at the skate park, and I'm like, dude, that kid fucking, he's got good style. That kid fucking rips. That, and all of a sudden, it's like, I feel myself starting to fill back up with that energy where I'm like, holy shit, I need to be around skateboarding. Yeah, yeah. And again, it, 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 it pushed me right back into it, where it's like, even if I'm not skating, I need to be there. And again, it just revamped me and repowered me and gave me that whole thing where I was just like, again, thank God for skating. And, and that whole point of like, that's all I need. Mm-hmm. I don't need to have all this other shit. And again, I can, I can get the same enjoyment from watching someone fucking rad, ripping yeah. it up, or these new kids, or again, like the amount that girls have come up in skating and how yeah. good they are. And again, totally. just like the youth. And again, like now kids are able to do multiple things and it's not uncool, you know? And you're like, these kids are fucking having a blast. And sure. thank fucking God, you yeah. know? I agree. I mean, just on the fact of like what you just, you know, 10 years ago, you're just finally figuring all this out. Yeah. Imagine a kid growing up in these times with social media, with, you know, um, society telling them, you know, they need to be X, Y, and Z. I never did. It's crazy. I never did any social media. I never did Facebook. I never did any of the stuff. And then. When 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 things started to to drop for me, people are like, "Dude, you need to get on Instagram. You need to get on Instagram." And I was looking at it as a social media platform. And I was like, "Anti, anti, anti, anti." But then all of a sudden, I kind of was like, "Ah, you know what? I I can make it my own magazine." 
Sure. And I started to look at it as making a magazine. And again, I, I'm, I can put anything I fucking want. Mm -hmm. And again, if I want to talk about something, I can do that. Or I, I started to put my poetry up there. And again, like being in school and being told I was just this crap and all this shit. And then all of a sudden I'm, I'm writing poetry and I'm putting it up. And, and all of a sudden the amount of people that are like, holy shit, you, your poetry is insane. I'm like, holy shit. What the fuck? <laughs> like, but again, I, I used it in a different way. And, and I was able to, 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 to see how it was good and it, it, mm -hmm. it helped me, right? And again, it helped me get work and it helped me kind of get out of that rut. But then I felt the pressure of it. All of a sudden, mm -hmm. it's like you go up 100 followers, you drop. And I'm like, yeah. why did I drop? Why did I drop? And, and, and again, just recently, I went down 200 followers, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, got so bummed out. And then I'm like, why the fuck do I care, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, seriously, why do I care? And then again, I talked to Laura, my girlfriend. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, I fucking got bummed. Like, who gives yeah, a yeah, shit? Yeah, like, yeah, and she's like, yeah, like, you're going to value yourself over that? Like, again, but then I'm like, what the fuck are these kids doing? Yeah. And how gnarly, because again, like being bullied or being Man, being dude. put in this. And then all of a sudden there's a show on, on the TV and it starts talking about social media platforms and they start showing the social media and every time the new one hit, they showed the amount of suicide mm -hmm. from kids that's happening. Mm -hmm. And every time it's getting higher and higher and higher. And it's like, I use it for work. Right. I use it and I'm a grown ass man and mm -hmm. it affects me. Yes. It can affect me. Where again, I'm like, imagine being a kid and being judged yeah. by that. Or again, like, and, and, and again, it's like, how fucked is this world where it's like, Take the number of likes off. Take the number of followers off. Like, yeah. like, why do you have to show that? So you're an elitist and you can be, oh, I've got over a million followers. Now I'm fucking the next, you know, yeah. Kardashian where it's like, da, 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 da. like, mm -hmm. fuck. Mm -hmm. If you could take all that out, because again, like the youth, man, I and, and again, that's why I'm speaking more out about suicide and more out about letting kids know like, hey, you're not alone and you can feel this and you don't have to feel this way. Or again, like I was the ugly duckling little kid. I was the fat little kid. All my friends were thin and ripped. And again, you know what? Shit turned and now I'm the guy that's in shape and they're all fat and bald. And it's yeah. like, what the fuck? But again, it, it's such a thing where society has to make a change yeah and again it starts with guys and us and and being influencers real influencers kids that are actually trying to influence in a positive way not yeah. in a way to get a new fucking car mm -hmm. or get some fucking hairdo mm -hmm. and it's like no like we got to be the ones and that's where again i'm so appreciative of this show and what all you and respect to all you guys because again it it shows people and it shows like having jay lee on there who again to me hero hero yeah. and here's him talking about all this stuff and and how many other actors are going to do that? Yeah. Right. Do you know what I mean? But again, here's our guy. Mm -hmm. And look at how he represents himself. And again, sure. you look at yeah. a lot of the skaters that are out there and helping. Like That's where, again, I'm so thankful Reem's back. Mm -hmm. And he's there to influence. And he's there to carry on. And, and again, like the players that we have and what we can do. And again, how we can make a difference. Yeah. And again, like how we can really help someone. And that was like the big thing. And I got it from Jeff Hartzell. And, and, and randomly enough, Lee Scratch Perry, where he said, and it was, I'm the upsetter. And at first you hear upsetter and you think like upsetting people, but it's like, no, upsetting people. Mm. And then that's where, again, the whole uplift. And that became a big mantra of mine of like, I had PMA from when I was a kid 
And again, having a positive mental attitude and trying to push positive mental attitude. And then I started doing Love More because I went to a store in Japan that was this huge fashion show and it was Love Less. And I'm like, Love Less? Fuck that, Love More. Right. And I started writing Love More and I made a conscience decision to say, as an artist and as a person, I am not gonna do a negative thing where again, I used to have the middle finger and do all this fuck you and all, <laughs> stop. No middle fingers, no negative shit. I'm going to push love more. I'm going to push PMA and I'm going to push uplift. Because again, if we all uplift each other, mm -hmm. fuck, we're all going to be there. Oh, yeah. And again, yeah, that's sure. like the big thing that I think you guys are doing is uplifting skateboarding and skateboarders. And, and again, what's real and yeah. showing what's real. And again, like, you know, I had a, I had a friend of mine who's a Ruka fighter and he opens, you know, I, I again, like with making the jackets and I, same thing. I told the guys at Ruka, I'm like, you know, if you made these guys special jackets that said team and like had these things, they're going to, they're going to appreciate it more mm. and they're going to wear it. So I made this guy Cheeto, who's a, M, a UFC nice. fighter. I made him a jacket and I made him this rad jacket and made it, it was Jimi Hendrix and all this stuff. And he's on Joe Rogan. And straight out takes my jacket and he goes, look at this jacket my friend made. Mark Pablo <laughs> made me this jacket, yeah. <laughs> right? And, and again, for me and my brothers call me, dude, you're on Joe, your shit's on Joe Rogan. And I'm like, I don't fucking care. Joe, what's Joe Rogan to me? He's nothing to me. To, but to you guys, to be on the nine club, to have my name associated with, that's the importance for me. Where it's like, dude, he's got the, I don't fucking care. He's, he's a fucking idiot. You know, like, I, I again, like, what? I don't give a shit. Right. And again, it's all, and it'll always go back to skating to me. And again, that whole thing and unlearn and being a kid. And again, like, how long ago did we meet? You know? Long time. Bro. And, and like again, you know? Years. Yeah. Oh, wow. And, and, and <laughs> having that friendships where again, like, the friendships with Nautis, the friendships with Gons, you know, the friendships that I have through skating, Lance Mountain, like, it's it's priceless and again being able to help kids or like help someone's career or like pick someone up when they're in a shitty spot like mike t did who again was a mentor to me and i went i want to help my dudes be like he was right i want to help i want to be there not just try and take something mm -hmm. i want to help them you know and again like he's in me that's where again all my writers i'm like you got to buy a house you got to save your money you got to get a tax guy you got to fucking do this because again mm -hmm. i learned from all like no taxes oh shit i lost everything or did it i walked away like christian christian was the most generous loving dude like he took care of all of us every time take us to dinner gold card <laughs> put the gold card down he'd have rental cars for us he'd have hotel rooms for us he gave so much and again he got caught up in his shit and he went down and he got to prison. And again, for me, if you would have told me when I was a kid, you're going to help Christian out, you're going to be the one to uplift him. I would have been like, no fucking way. But again, I was contact with his wife before when he was in prison. I made sure that when he got out of Quicks, got out of jail, he had a sponsor with Quicksilver. Mm. Quicksilver did his movie. And again, Wow. I'm on Ruka with him and me and Christian are like, dude, this is insane. You know, it's like, but again, it, it, it's that whole circle. And again, sure. it, it's, it's, it's about that. And again, like I sit there and I remember being at Christian's Orson Welles house and seeing all his cars and Harleys and he didn't even ride a motorcycle and he had all this shit. And I'm like, you don't own a house? Like, nah, dude, it's never going to end. Cause he That's thought it's never going to end, end right. you know? And again, it, 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 the, what he was around, it wasn't 
And he didn't have a Mike T to sit there and go, yo, Christian. Mm -hmm. And I remember there was one point before he fell off where I was trying to get him connected with vision and have a company with him with vision. And then it was his father, and I love Ivan because Ivan's a good friend of mine, but Ivan's like, Christian don't ride for no company. He he's his own. Right. And again, it was like, oh, dude, like, and then whoosh, yeah. falls would, down the fucking. Would have helped thing. if you had that guidance behind him. Again, right. and that's right. where again it's it's so important. And again, for me, of like, well, yeah, I didn't do this or I didn't do that, and I wasn't a fucking pro like any of you guys, and had that that. But again, I was able to help these guys and help for lift sure. these guys up. And and Definitely. again, that to me, I shared the joy, just like anything with any of my guys like jeremy ray you know chris markovich like any of my guys i got to share that and feel like hell yeah just like i know mike did and in doing what he did with danny and all those guys and plan b and like uh, again it's 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 just all in perspectives you know and it's all looking in different ways and and again how we can how we can do this and again how we can prolong where again for me i was just like I've been in skating so long and I've watched so many dudes go in and out of skating and company owners mm-hmm. and managers and all this shit. And it's like, I've been here the whole and fucking entire time. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I never left We've because again, it. for me, this is the most beautiful thing. Even when I was doing my photography career, I was doing analog and gravis. I was oh, doing wow. both. But again, that's where also too, for me, I was running myself ragged where I was doing way too much shit and I wasn't enjoying it. I wasn't sitting yeah. back and going like, yeah, ah, yeah, this is fucking cool. Yeah, when and you're again, in it, you can't take a step back. Yeah, and, again, and I couldn't say tough. no to jobs, and I was taking more and more and more and more and more and more, and it's just like, dude, mm. fuck. Now that's yeah. the thing. Like, now I'm home and I can do whatever I want. And again, yeah, I make not even a quarter of the money that I'm making, but mm-hmm. I don't give a shit. I'm stoked. As long as I you're can, happy, bro. Yeah, that's and I right. can do whatever. And again, like, to be able to help people, and and yeah. again, have a dad call me and tell me that his kid died at two years old from cancer and how can i and I again lift him up and again thinking of that like oh my fucking god crazy. like yeah. and and you know i mean the stories go on and on and on but i answer every single dm that i get mm-hmm. and it's a job it's a yeah, fucking it really job is, and a sure. lot of it is weeding through some psycho shit yeah you know <laughs> but again it's like i have to give everyone the opportunity and look at that and go okay what can I do? Like, yeah. even from this, I know there's going to be shitloads that are going to come into this. For sure. But again, that's what I get my joy out of. Right. And that's where, again, I'll, I'll, I, I don't mind doing it. And, and I love doing it. And again, it, I sit there and half the time I'm like, how the fuck? You know, like, again, when the dyke told me he's from London and his kid died, two years old, she died. Her name was Rose. And it's like, how the fuck? Or Daisy, sorry. How the fuck do I deal with this? How the fuck do I tell this man? And I just start. Where crying. do you even start? Yeah. yeah. How do you even? How do you even respond? Yeah. I, you know, I yeah. take like a that. breath, and again, like usually, I cry and I get through it, and then I just go, I just got to say what's from my heart, and then again, I just let it out, just like coming yeah. here. I'm going, oh my god, I hope I can talk and make myself <laughs> sad. But again, it's like when you speak from your heart, yeah, 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 yeah. flows out like you, water, bro. You, yeah, you, you can't go wrong, you know. Yeah. So no, it's true. It's true. Well, listen, I mean, we appreciate the kind words. I mean, all all our focus is, is we want to celebrate skateboarding. Yeah. We want to celebrate the skaters, the uh, the photographers, the filmers, the team managers. Yeah. I mean, there's so many people 
that make all this stuff happen. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So yeah. shout out to you for Dude, everything yeah, that you Huge shout out to you. Yeah. Dude, my first actual like pro model board was the Jason Maxwell Prime. Yeah. Yeah. Like going yeah. to the shop and like picking it out and I always like trip out. But it's amazing to hear your story right now and me tying how I came up in what you did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what's really so thank you very oh, much. My pleasure. To put all that together yeah. right now in yeah. my head personally is like really, really cool. Stoked. Yeah, so that's really rad, dude. Hell yeah. Totally. Hell yeah. yeah. I think that we cause we touched on the Ruka stuff. Yeah. You know, you you yep. got a new line coming out and you yep. brought a couple pieces here. I'd yep. love to yeah, see yeah, them yeah, yeah, um, yeah. up yeah. close and personal. All right. Let me if you, you might grab them. Please, yeah. please. Yeah. Oh, well, you didn't bring them closer? Sorry about that. Oh, you got a bunch of stuff, dude. Yeah, it's really cool. Ah, yes. But, okay, let me throw this on. So, so, so again, this, this stuff and like, uh, the hat. So, so this all was the beginning of, of, again, when I started to do the hand sewn Mm -hmm. stuff. What's it called again? Well, the first stuff is just hand sewn. Oh, just hand sewn. Yeah. Okay. So, so I did a bunch of hand sewn patches and then those are the stuff that we sent off to to China to get reproduced. Okay. But then again, it, it came back with this really like, and these are production, but okay. they're they're They look so much like an actual chain stitched huh. stitch thing. And it gave a kind of like a, a different look to, to, to the product. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah. so again, it, it's, I've involved into, to doing more of the chain stitch, yeah. but, but with the way it works and, and the cool thing with Ruka and working with their designers, you know, and, and then, you know, so I have a, a I have men's a men's line, which is a lot of this product, uh-huh. and then there's also women's, which is also super cool to have the product be able yeah. to talk to both sides. Yeah, and then okay. like this is a bomber jacket that they did. Oh, that's dope! But, I like that jacket. Yeah, yeah. So so it's cool because even like the patches and everything, and and again, it's just like it it, it has that yeah, feel that it's that, that it's a hand done done yeah that's but it's actually a production because well, again it's put my name on the back yeah yeah yeah, team yeah. On yeah. Well, i gotta get that on there it's coming going on it's joe coming. rogan next i know week. i know I we gotta it. get it <laughs> but yeah so it's cool i got this coming which is that's is so really awesome. cool and really exciting and it's doing really well like it's it's already been shown in europe and oh, shown in it, japan when is it coming out it's coming out this summer okay and then also super stoked with stance i got a collaboration coming out with harosh which nice. we did and it was Kind of the same thing, which is rad, is two friends, and and he's a regular, and I'm a goofy. So we have a croc coming out with stance, nice. which is pretty crazy. Wow. And he did he did the the the, the left, left side, side the right. and he did it with wood grain, and okay. it's like the wood, like he does all his wooden yeah. toys. And then my side's the right side, and then on my side, it I actually did threading, stitching, line stitching, so it looks like oh. a skateboard ply, but it's all thread. Nice. And then we we both have the PMA philosophy, so we it, they're they're widgets that go on them, and they you know so it's like yeah, the yeah. whole crazy oh, thing with, with that, damn. and then also some socks that are like PMA and and that whole thing because again that that stuff and it was really cool where Albie, who's the guy that cooked you guys up with that big box, but shout he, out DJ Albie, yeah dude. DJ Albie, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he you know he, he's the one that kind of kind of put it all together and and was like you guys are friends and you guys both live on different sides of the world and I want to have this tie in. And have you guys do this and yeah. and so again it's just like for me to to be able to do this and continue to do this and make products which is 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 such a rad it. thing because it's so totally. cool when you're walking down the street and you see someone wearing your shirt or wearing mm-hmm. your hat you know and again having a brand like ruka and stance that that support me for being me and yeah, again yeah. they they they've been through 
everything with me and it's like a really cool cool relationship and again like knowing the owners and and the founders of the brands and pat tenori and ryan kingman and Mm -hmm. yeah it's just been a really cool cool journey and a cool way to be able to keep keep going you know For keep sure. evolving yeah. you know shout out I to ruka it. and shout out to stan there you yeah go. yeah there you go. Woo, my lifesavers <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah we've done some uh stance collabs with them yeah that's some nine club socks yeah yep. dude amazing stuff i this love this bomber jacket so bro. and this these shorts and everything it's great i love it yeah yeah and there's some it, there's pants and there's, oh, some, there's other, some more yeah yeah there's more to it this ah. is just kind of stuff that i was able to kind of grab and not gotcha. not overdo you guys with stuff right. but yeah okay. there's there's pants, there's t-shirts, there's hoodies, Nice, you know, and then the women's, the women's stuff came out really cool. It's I like I, I did a, a big rainbow, you know, cause again, every should have pride in everything. And yeah, I did yeah. a big rainbow and it says love on it. And it came out su- super rad on the back of the jacket and Sick. there's spider webs and all kinds of stuff. But I love yeah, it, it's, it's really it. cool. Man, wow. I, I love your attitude. I love yeah. the, uh, the PMA and the, and the love and everything. It's just, uh, it's inspiring. I gotta tell you because yeah. like, I, I mean, I get emails, DMS, I'm not a big DM checker, yeah. um, here and there, but once in a while like a message like strikes me you know we've gotten messages from the show like oh man i've had a i was in the hospital i had this or brain tumor or this or you guys the show help and like i'm a take i'm taken back by it yeah Yeah. but i at the end but sometimes i i I don't know how to respond yeah 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 yeah. i I mean i'm just being honest like it's it's hard for me yeah and again for me i think it it and thanks to Dylan and again with mm-hmm. being around that, because that was the thing when, when I would go to the hospital and seeing how many people didn't have anyone there. Right. And seeing again, like parents running in because their kid died and mm-hmm. they were at work oh. and just seeing these things where it was like, and that was the thing with, with Dylan. He had such a good support group. He had so many guys coming in and rotating constantly. His mm-hmm. mom was there constantly. His sister was there. And, and again, every, all these people were around him constantly he was never alone yeah. you know akram was always there and so seeing that i remember and that was the first thing i said to myself when dylan got <coughs> sick was holy shit he's gonna help hundreds of people mm-hmm. and i didn't think he was gonna go i thought you know he was yeah. gonna get through it but the first time i stepped in the hospital i walked out of there and go he's gonna help so many people wow. you know and and you know it's like Random same stuff. Like I, I was smoking cigarettes, but only in Asia. Mm-hmm. When when I go to Asia, because I couldn't find stuff, so I was like, oh, I'm smoking cigarettes, you know. But only when I go to Asia, and, and I was there, I was in Japan, and I remember there was like some little weird statue, and I had the cigarette next to the statue, and I posted a photo, you know, it was like a cat, and I put the cigarette by the cat, and then I got a DM, and. It was some random person. They go, hey, I know I'm just a random person and it probably doesn't mean anything to you, but what could I do to convince you to stop smoking? Hmm. And I stopped. I was like, you you did it. You did it. And again, I was like, like for someone to say that and see that, and and again, like we're again using something that could be so negative, social media, but using it as a positive and going, yeah, I stopped. Stop. Never mm-hmm. again. Haven't touched one since. You know, That's and that random awesome. person, whoever you are, you saved me. You know, <laughs> Crazy, but again, it's 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 again, it's all perspectives and and how yeah. you do it. But again, for me, was in that path of like I know what my journey is, and my journey now is even more than when helping the Jeremys and the you know the Nautices and the random. It's like now I know it's 
helping these people around me that I don't know. Mm -hmm. And that gives me even more of a lift, like not knowing who Ethan was and, and again, bringing him into my house and having him come to my house and again, being like, how's this going to go? And then him touching me and moving me so much. And again, being able to be there and him, you know, and be there when he's going through this and, you know, being Mm -hmm. able to support him and make him feel fucking good. And that's like, again, that's, that's all I need to do. Yeah, it is priceless. hundred percent. So good, bro. I love it, man. I love it. Well, next time I get an email or a DM, I'll try my best to. Uh, yeah. Well, it's it's also filtered from the heart, you know. Because again, well, a lot of it can be, and and it, it a lot of it can be weird. Yeah, you but know? you know what though? I mean, you can you, you can sense it yep. right away. Yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. so I, I get it's I'm like, yeah. it's just you gotta yourself. You just kind of open up. Yeah, you but just it, gotta let it all. But it's, but it's, but it's, it's also it, different when someone's asking you about skating or asking you about, but when oh, you're asking dude. about help, yeah, or they're saying, you know, I'm suicidal too or yes. I lost someone it, right. it does you all of a sudden you're like okay it, it's different or again yes. I get the same thing like come, hey can I make real. you like, can I make you a tiff or can I make you yeah, a, yeah. A, a you know a, a so and so account I'm just like nah negative you know or like just random when you know the random and you see it and it yeah. go yeah, through yeah, it like for you sure, know for sure whatever. no there's definitely like a, a filter involved you yeah. know and like I said I go through it a little bit but not really it's just you know those come up man and yeah. I'm just like I don't know how to. I don't know even where to begin. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to dig deep know. on those, really. And yeah. it sucks because, like, I start thinking about it. I feel bad. I feel, you know, you start yeah. feeling certain ways, and you're like, dude. I mean, like, it's I don't not. Know it's how, not like you don't care. You just don't know how to. I don't know. I don't know how to where you yeah. even exactly. start. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. like yeah. that's you know. It's start. almost turning into a form of therapy. Like you're asking me something, like, dude, I might not be able to help you, dude. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But yeah. and that was the whole point for me. Same thing. Like that was the first things of like, how the fuck am I going to answer this? Or again, right. what if I say something wrong? Yeah. Or what yeah. if I give them the wrong advice? Exactly. But again, it, that was the point of like, <sighs> just say what the fuck you really right. feel in your heart. Yeah, and take the time to actually really think about it and really give that person that time. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then again, then it became easier and easier and easier. And again, like right. now, it's again with the last post about suicide, and again, kids asking me about therapy. It's like, okay, I, I, I'm so conditioned into knowing how to not judge myself, but again, they're asking for help. Yeah. They're trying to get your advice, and again, like they look up to you, they look up to you. So it's like, okay. If even just responding mm-hmm. is giving them hope, right? Yeah. You know, and right. again, when you give that and you give your heart and you give their time, it fucking works. Yeah, you know, and yeah. and again, we all can do it, and we all can love more, and you know, we all can uplift, and mm-hmm. and yeah. and and again, it it. I've never had it where I was like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Like it's mm-hmm. always been like, God, I feel good, thank God. And again, like it's crazy because I'll have people that that I'll be in contact with, and then they pass yeah yeah, and you um, see it that they're past right and it's like fuck crazy you know but again you're like i'm glad i was able to share that and then again you have stories when they make it you know and you're like holy shit you know and again having a kid tell me that you saved my life and i'm like crying you know and and, again you know you made my time fucking better and you got my mind off this shit or yeah uh when i was 2010, uh met these kids, uh Steven Crocker and Blake Crocker. Blake Crocker is the guy who drew your little the painting? Uh, the painting right uh, there. I like that painting of you. Oh. Yeah. yeah. He oil painting. Yeah. <laughs> he did that this for his own good and just sent it out. He loved yep. the nine club. But 
I, they asked me questions on MySpace back then, and they yep. were like, "Hey, I, whatever." They were so, the, but they supported my skating. But I also was just like, "Yo, if they had personal questions, I'm gonna go to his wedding later yep. this year." Yeah. And I'm just well, like, "Well, dude, this is so cool." Do you like, guys know Evan Canori? I don't. He's a San Francisco guy, skater, right? And and again, when when he reached out to me and was basically like, "Hey, I made, I became a designer because of Dylan." And he goes, and I made this jacket, and I wanted to send it to Dylan, but now I want to give it to you, right? And I'm just like, uh, like, and then again, I'm like, okay, and reach out. And then next thing you know, he's a skater. He's a city boy, Mm -hmm. and he's so fucking talented. And I look at the stuff that he's doing now, and he's killing it. He does all his own shit. And he's got his own line, and it's in like high-end stores in Japan, and really mm. limited stuff, and it's phenomenal. And again, that same thing of like taking that uh, and and, yeah. and reaching right. out there, because again, I have I have a hard time when people are like, I want to give you something, because mm-hmm. to me, I'm like, oh, I don't, you know, I don't want to take something from someone, or again, take your ship. Like I have a hard time because a lot of times it's like I I have so much stuff, have so much stuff. But yeah. again, it's like taking the thing of like, okay, I've I've got to let someone give this to me because yeah. again i'm a giver just like you guys say like yeah. that's why i came with a bunch of gifts it's sure. like what yeah. i do and so it's like going through that process but but really learning of like wow and again meeting people where evan became good friend of mine and and again like i've watched his career blow up and mm-hmm. it's just like wow i'm so glad that i took that and i accepted that yeah. and again if i get stuff that someone sent and I don't want it. I give it to someone else, right, right, and right. I always make it a path to try and hook someone else with it. Just even like boxes for my sponsors. It's like sure. I'm going to give it to this or give it to that. Or yeah. and again, as long as you carry it that way, I think it's moving that ball forward. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times, someone you looks up to you, they would look up to you. They look up to you. They yeah. want to give you these things, and that means so much that you got it yeah. and you yeah. took it and right. you you know i mean i give my home address like here it's my home address Jeez, like what you need the... a p.o box <laughs> yeah i know i, I really do yeah. well because i i also got some crazy stalker shit yeah where like it some happens. women are like Woo, we're meant to be together i'm like no 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 you know it's yeah. like yeah. <laughs> yeah the internet is in yeah <laughs> yeah it's not, it's yeah. not always a safe place yeah it's, it's, and i learned that be careful learned that. you gotta like, be careful yeah, bro yeah, yeah. Wow. well dude listen congratulations Man. on everything thing and thank you for the gifts uh he brought us some some skateboards that were uh well let's just show really yeah, quickly yeah, uh sure. this is dub's one that he, he, he got. can we show this yeah really yeah quick? please because uh, i have well, my own i do my own line moblo line which Moblo, which yeah. which again i yeah. sell i do everything myself i package it all and it's oh just my God. it's just stuff that i i want to do you know, and this again, it's insane. it has no meaning or no you never, rhyme. You didn't open it up. I didn't. I didn't open it until now. Yeah. I yeah. wanted to open up the show. And so all those are all these are are some of my like block print That's art. Sick. And then I have a friend that has a laser engraver, so they're laser engraved. You know, and then again, the board I had Paul Schmidt make for that, me. That wood smells great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, thank you for my pleasure. these gifts. I'm They're glad, amazing. Glad to give you guys. Thank you so he was much. like, "Oh yeah, yeah just yeah. ride them. They're great cues." I'm like, "I don't yeah. know if I could ride this yeah, thing. Yeah. This is a, yeah, a this work is of art. I'm going to have you sign it yeah. and put it on eBay, bro." Exactly. That's just what I do, man. Yeah. You should check out my eBay. I know my eBay account is. No, but congrats on everything. I appreciate it. Amazing, bro. And the stories that you have. I mean. 
I'm sure we could sit here for another five hours and listen to. I yeah. mean, we probably skipped over a lot of there, stuff. There, there's, there is a lot of stuff. So we'd love. Yeah. I mean, and listen, we'll come take, back. Take, take two. Yeah. What <laughs> yes. else? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. we got our stop and chat show. Yeah, yeah. Come back, Please. kick it. Yeah. Um, all kinds of stuff. But listen, we want to give you some nine club stuff to take home if you want yeah for sure and we, i gotta make you guys some nine club patches that we need hey, so that soon. you'll be into those so that'll need, be easy all i need is you send me the logo and okay, done got it's it easy so i can right. we need uh, four thousand of them yep, yep. <laughs> kelly um yeah, yeah. what we size can, uh, medium medium, medium. Okay. yeah Dude, this is this great stuff, great, bro. Right. I'm gonna buy, I'm gonna get this bomber jacket. You can like take it. it. No, no, no. Yeah. Can't no, take no, it. no, no. Take it. <laughs> take it. It's a large. Take it. No, Does no, it fit you? A... Oh, it's no, it's a medium. Is it fit or no? I don't know. Try it on. If it fits you, take it. I can't take your stuff. I don't. I don't. I'm not gonna wear we're just, it. Just I've never you're just worn talking my about own giving shit. people. Yeah, stuff. I never wear my own stuff. That, really? That was something. Yeah, like like for me, everything I make, I can never wear it. Because I just have a thing growing up in Hawaii. It's like an arrogant thing. Yeah. And again, it's like, oh. I can't, I can't, I don't know. I just so have a weird thing. would you ride your own thing. pro board? I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't. <laughs> That's why, again, that, right. that You know what, thing. though? But go, back then, we, we wouldn't ride our own pro back, boards, back, right? Yeah, I think it, early it on, turned, but yeah. now, it turned, like, yeah. Yeah. when I turn well, pro, I'll ride my board. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, but, but again, it's oh, like, for me, that's doing the art, doing the graphic. Like, you're writing some usually someone else's graphic that they did for you, so it's a little different. Yeah. Dubs, what do you think? Yeah. Because if not, again, it's a good. We get a our box? man Brophy can send a box of all this stuff, so oh, we can put in the Brophy. orders for Brophy. everybody. Brophy, yeah, Brophy, up, gotta hook you the boys I mean? up. They feel great. Yeah, and I'm gonna come visit you, Brophy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It goes full circle. It's got an inside dude. pocket. I'm gonna visit you now too. Yeah, you know, if you're dude, gonna be over there. you got to. Yeah, I'm. Oh, you guys got to come by my place. Cause I, out of my house, I do all my stuff. Everything I have Where my studio, live? Costa Mesa. What's your address? It's <laughs> two parks. <laughs> but now it's it's by the Volcom Park. But Costa, it literally, you guys got to come by. Oh yeah, dude, I'd I, love to. Again, if you came, my house is filled with everything really? from Art to Gonzart to Lance Mountain oh, to Gonzport, Dylan Board. Oh. I mean, everything is in there. Is is because when I when I bought my condo, my mm -hmm. first thought, and again back then was, I want to have photographers that are from the industry give me stuff because skateboarding got me this house right. so i have sturt photos i have oh, swift photos yeah. i mean i have my house is a museum that's so, so you guys got to come by I and then that. again i have my stitching and my garage is where i paint everything and shoot photos Let's and archive yeah, really cool. yeah we need a little field yeah trip. yeah yeah because again i mean if you want to look through photos from the 80s yeah like uh, well you brought these magazines and it was just yeah, like yeah, oh bro. my god like the thrasher's black yeah. and white like, yeah with, it's yeah. like newspaper yeah it's newspaper like, i know Rob Roscoff, yeah. fucking yeah. launching over some cars mm -hmm. yeah yeah amazing bro it's pretty dope man oh thank you kelly yeah kelly oh we got a bunch of stuff hold on hold on bro don't go nowhere we got a bunch of stuff for you bro i'm this stoked all... i got the front row parking too Thanks so it's come. easy loading oh yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, first of all, Mark, bro. Oh, thank you. Pleasure. I gotta, I gotta give hugs to everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we're we'll gonna yeah, yeah, yeah. have, yeah. have group hug. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna have a group hug. We're all PMA hugs. in here. Yeah, you know, yeah, of day. course. Positive mental. Okay, listen. We got candles. Sick. Okay, this is, uh, don't be alarmed, but this is Roger's morning wood. Oh. Okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Smell that. Ooh. Smells great. It comes, yes. with a, it comes with a wooden wick. Wooden wick. <laughs> you got a wooden wick on your morning, morning wood. Yeah. yeah. Right. I love it. it smells um, great. Listen, also, we did a collab with Grip Six. They're a belt company. Great Sick. belts. Sick. Great belts. I'm wearing mine right now. Right. I, look, I, don't I don't have, have it on today. Oh, you got sweats on. Yeah. You don't wear a belt yeah. with sweats? You don't wear uh, sweats? No. Oh, yeah. Don't do that. Um, 
Anyway, awesome. we got a bunch of belts in there. Sick belts. You can get your nowhere. Nice. Yeah. You can give your girl. And it got a belt hanger. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Hang you those things get, up. Look, you got a belt for every day of the week. You could get your girl a belt. Yeah. She could skate with it. Dude, I'm telling you. Stuff. Let's. She's on. She's okay. on. You're gonna want to get her on here. Let's go. Yeah. You're gonna want to get her for on sure. here. Laura Kosmeric. She's badass. Okay. We're gonna look her up, bro. Yeah. Um, hoodie for when it gets cold. Perfect. Down there in um, Orange oh, County. Listen, bro. I gotta open this up. I gotta show you, bro. So we did. Jason Lee, you know, we were on yep. the show. Oh, we I, about saw those. I yeah, saw yeah, those. I saw those. Yeah, so we got You know, and that's the, a uh, funny thing. Like, even that, like, there's a war outside yeah. of your window. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> everything we'd sing. I mean, again, it's yeah. like, oh, my God. Like, Bro. so and iconic. that stuck with us, too. Like, yeah. you know, the whole Oh, yeah, 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 totally. Totally. <laughs> From day one. <laughs> world. <laughs> learn <laughs> to love and a hand. Good oh, on earth. Good will to men. Dude, I remember being at Powell when that premiered. Yeah. They premiered it at the Powell Park. Damn. And it was fucking maddening. And that's when Gon's skating that park and the, yeah. the contest and he disastered the vert wall. Uh -huh. Psycho. I mean, I could tell you some crazy, yeah. It's we yeah. could go in deeper Shout into out the to deep. Powell skate zone. Oh, man. dude, that, that was that that was my park. That was too. the only park in but, the area. Dude, then, then we saw I was there. because uh, I For would sure. when I moved from Hawaii, mm. I had my Honda. What year did you move from Hawaii? Nineteen ninety. Got you. Okay, so when the Powell Park opened, mm -hmm. I, me and Kingland would drive up there every weekend. Because when I got here, I was like, wait, you can drive and actually go somewhere? Because in Hawaii, it was like, circle, circle, yeah, yeah, circle, yeah, yeah, circle. Yeah, yeah, so I would drive to SF. I'd drive to the Powell Park. And mm -hmm. then, again, I started going to the Powell Park all the fucking time. That's when Santa Rosa and Ty Evans. I'd skate with Ty when he had his ponytail. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And 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 I mean, I, I'll <laughs> you should see my collection of Powell cards because we would be able to stay there. Oh. They'd let us stay at the place, and yeah. I just made tons of ID cards. Like I have photos of Kareem, and it's like Big Daddy Reem, and like just random name. Like again, it was like the best time. Fitzpatrick Man. would let us in there. And what what year did Powell open? Skate zone. You know, I don't because they had the outdoor like little skate. I, I never was. Yeah. I, never I was only the indoor. Yeah, I only was the indoor. Was and it was amazing. We probably skated. Yeah. Oh, side, but you probably were like this sure. kid. Yeah. Uh, that mini ramp. I love that spine that ramp. Oh yeah. my god! You probably saw yeah. into two fucking spines. It yeah, was, it was it was nonstop. You I probably mean, saw me there and was like, dude, just go in the fence and make a left. Because okay? again, your little area. And then and then a friend of ours from Hawaii, his, you know, he ended up going to school at the. At the college, San Luis, mm -hmm. or not the what is it, Santa the Barbara? Santa Barbara, mm -hmm. and he was really wealthy family, and they bought him a brand new house right on the beach there. So we would go up and stay nice. there or stay at the Powell Park every fucking weekend. We'd drive oh, up, me man. and Kingman. It Did was, you ever go to Sam Berwald's house over there? Yeah, Sam, he had the house right over there. Too. Yeah, it's crazy times. So we did the Jason Lee, and, and I it, love we it. did the uh, the money shirt. Yeah, we just did a really limited run of them, so, so they're sick. they're on our website. But uh, we got the money shirt right so there. Sick. We did an updated uh, Bitcoin. I like that. Uh, yeah, Bitcoin yeah. Yeah. for 2022-23. Yeah. Yeah. So there's some sick. shirts for you. I love it. There's the bag, uh, crew neck hoodie. Cool. Nine club yes. crew neck hoodie, and oh wait, here's a mug. Coffee guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you I'm brought your coffee right up. here. Coffee, look, Thunder uh, King. Listen, no, nah, listen, I know you got the, here's a mug. Love and it. stickers too. Yes. You get photo incentive. Perfect. Just put those okay. on uh, right. when you shoot Kanye next <laughs> yep, or somebody. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <Throw> <laughs> sticker on there, you know what I'm saying? Um, listen, I know you got the Ruka. That's for your cop. Yeah. Here's a nine Once for water. Yeah, no, yeah, these, you water. know, and again, we, we, you know, no plastic. It's like 
another thing. Yeah. Got to be aware of trying to yeah, save our right. environment and not leave a bunch of crap for the world. Like, yeah, yeah. just making conscious decisions, you know? Because I, I, I think I have that same water purifier where instead of stop the, buying the freaking yeah. bottled water all the yeah, time and just right. fill that thing up, use the filters and yeah. save the planet. Yeah. I think it's crazy <laughs> that, it, you know, I've heard the statistic that you can go to anywhere on the planet, the most remote area, and you're going to find human waste. Oh, yeah, yeah. Trash. I mean, I, I, again, from being with, with a lot of these brands and going to like Fiji and mm -hmm. Tavarua and like shooting on these crazy islands and you see the shit that's watching up on the beach it's and it's like, holy shit, you know? And even, even the crazy thing for me is like you hear plastic, 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 but styrofoam oh, dude. is a million times worse because styrofoam breaks into these small little balls like BBs. Mm -hmm. And if you go to the beach anytime now and look, you're going to see shitloads of it and you're going to go, oh my God, where yeah. styrofoam. styrofoam is so bad. Let's get like, rid of the styrofoam. Yeah, styrofoam and plastic. I mean, I just heard this, this crazy statistic about yeah. hemp and they went and they basically said, if we grew the hemp, they can make like not plastics, but they can make stuff that can replace plastic yeah. out of the hemp. Mm -hmm. And then the hemp fields can bust down the carbon immunes by shitloads. Oh, so yeah. it's like they could solve two major, major problems if they just said no. You know, where again, you hear in certain countries, they're like, no more plastic bags, done. Right. You know, no more like Laguna Beach. They did a thing. You can't have a plastic fork, a plastic bag, nothing like that. You come down, like, you're not allowed on the beach with any of that. Right. Where I'm right. like, big ups, where if everyone said no. Oh, know? I remember when it, around here, it was like, hey, no more plastic at grocery stores. Yeah. You know, we yeah. got to get the, the, no more plastic straws. You get the yeah. paper straws. Yeah. Well, that's now. why the paper bags on the boards. That's where I yeah. started. No, I right. love that. Right. I love that. We, yeah. we talk about sustainability on the nightclub yeah. and, yeah. you know, little things like that but i don't know i just heard that like there's like plastic now particles in our blood oh yeah like, yeah well because it's in right. fish it's, it's in it's, yeah because the fish crazy. eat it and then we eat yeah. the fish we got oh plastic in our blood now yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so crazy when you start to think about all the these crazy things that we're just yeah that we're doing yeah, yeah. and you hear yeah. yeah. the stuff sure. that, that's happened from generations oh before that we're like at least oh. we're aware then starting to try and make a change where yeah. it's like oh my gosh you know, just like smoking was a big thing. Where oh, again, yeah. for me as a young kid, everyone would walk into anyone's house and smoke cigarettes. No mm -hmm. one would even ask. I'd be on the plane and I'd be oh in no smoking row, row yeah. behind smoking. Yeah. You know, where you're like, and then all of a sudden, wait, smoking's bad. Like, well, oh, they, no. They, 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 you know, Commercials like, uh, with doctors like endorsing yeah, smoking. Yeah, yeah. healthy. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It's healthy for you. Yeah. Healthy living. It's got yeah. vitamins. Yeah. Vitamins. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's got vitamins. Yeah. Yeah. God, Could you imagine? No, yeah. we're being silly. But listen, uh, dude, Mark, thank you so much yeah. for oh, coming thank on you the show. Guys. Come back anytime, right. dude. Yeah. And I know where you guys are. Yeah. 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 Thank you so much for all the gifts. My yes. pleasure. Yeah, thank you very yeah. much. My pleasure. Thank you.